1: everybody, welcome to Star Trek The Next Conversation. I'm Matt. I'm Andy. And I'm just an old man. Oh, that's okay, uh-huh. Scotty. Hang in there. <laughs> Hang in there, Captain Scott of Poor the guy. USS whatever you are at that point. Well, you're on the Janolin, but you weren't a crew member. You were just heading to the Norfin colony for retirement. Anyway, uh, I that's probably the episode of Star Trek The Next Generation I've seen the most times.
0: So was Scotty. Does he ever, he never Relics. comes back, does no, he? No,
1: but let me tell you, Andy, yeah. I, that episode, for. I, saw, I will often put that episode on,
0: uh-huh.
1: or All Good Things, the finale, to fall asleep to. Interesting. Like, if I really can't sleep, like the other night, I would say, four nights ago, I couldn't sleep. It was two o'clock in the morning, and I had to wake up at like, eight, because I had to take Henry to uh, preschool, and, uh, I was like, I can't nothing. He's working. I'm just like, oh, let me just put on my noise canceling headphones and turn on this episode of Star Trek.
0: I've heard and a lot of people out
1: like a light.
0: Talk about that about watching stuff to fall asleep. I find oh, I don't can... watch
1: it. I close the i. The, I close my iPad I and see. just listen.
0: So it's just listening. All right. Well, maybe I'll yeah. try that. I
1: don't need the light. I also can. My mind's eye is painting the picture I've seen a billion times. It has to be something you've seen a lot.
0: My brain it, gets engaged. So it's hard to... Engaged. But uh, if you
1: were to watch something like... Midnight Run. Like something you've seen like a
0: gajillion times. I oh, they why. got all that exciting action. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> I don't know why Midnight Run Upbeat jaunty. Da I, da bet, da da da, I bet... Da da da.
1: I bet... you could fall asleep to uh, Raiders.
0: It could be. Because I just know it so well. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe. Empire. You could f- fall asleep to that. That movie doesn't actually uh. get particularly loud.
0: Just... It does. It's got all the the you know the the ship t- chasing the Millennium Falcon and the, the yeah. But like you'd think have about to the hum turn the music engines, real low. You know? Yeah, I mean, I could just put on the the hum. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Well enough about us everybody let's talk about you guys and that means we're heading to our no, first no, location no. on the ship after i tell you if you should watch the episode <laughs> andy you didn't let me finish my sentence God. sorry i
0: apologize just, just, i was being very smooth i, about I, I, yeah, I definitely sorry, yeah. in no way was, forgot that a, i had to do this very first. clean segue backwards
2: <laughs> matt would you have them watch this episode i mean
1: not after the last one
2: What does that mean? Does that mean
1: watch it out of order or watch it at some point in your life? I don't know.
0: I think it probably means you just watched this episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but also like to come so close to that, to phantasms, it is... That's what I'm saying. You just watched almost exactly
0: the same plot. It is wild. What's interesting is, uh, I think Matt and I have been talking about this both here and in the Patreon, is uh, we also just watched a Voyager that repeated almost the exact same plot with the same this at least was two different characters. Well, this was this it's almost the exact same plot with Balana where she's where she's tied up with a, yeah, but a at light, least, you know, a world threatening robot or ship threatening robot both was, times.
1: Uh that was it's at least an episode apart.
0: I, I see no excuse for that though.
1: <laughs> but it was at least an episode apart. This was back to back.
0: But you could argue that this is different then because this, at least this one's about Deanna.
1: This might have been a one-two punch uh, during special uh, Dreams Week on UPN. (laughs) (laughs) It's Dreams Week on UPN. UPN didn't exist yet. We know. We're just making light of the dumb promotions UPN used to do. Okay, now that that's been said, we can go to our first location on the ship and that's the Admirals Club. Here we go.
0: Welcome to the Admirals Club. Matt, nice. Matt, it's like the Nabisco ding. Uh, yes. Matt, how do they get into the Admirals Club?
1: Uh, it's very easy. Just leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts and you're already in. Congratulations. And if you're extra lucky, Andy will read your review on this very podcast.
0: And here are some. Longtime listener, uh, El Accordionacci. Uh, writes, uh, finally, uh, I'm getting around to reviewing SDTNC to get into the Admirals Club. I've Mm -hmm. spent so long looking in the windows at all the fun the other Admirals are having. Next up, President Circle. (laughs) You'll be welcome in there, pal. Anyone Um,
1: can come to the President Circle in exchange for
0: money. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the real presidency. (laughs) Um, Admirable Admiral from Basswad uh, says uh, this podcast is fun and that is an understatement. Hashtag Admirals Club. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice and simple. I love it.
1: That's it. Uh, that's it. Alright, let's head over to the President's Circle, the place where some people just dream of going, others commit to it as a goal of theirs and the rest of you are in here. Let's go. <laughs> All right, we're in the President's Circle. This is the greatest place on the ship. It is where all the patrons who really need more of us come to get four bonus episodes of this show every single month. That's right, four. I'm talking Enterprise. I'm talking Season 3 of Discovery we're currently going through. And on top of that, we're hitting a Voyager twice a month. I mean, if you wanted to hear us talk about space and ships (laughs) and characters and writing... Etc. Probably other things like
0: food. Pizza. Yeah.
1: That would be where you would go. Join the President's Circle. Head to patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC and uh, help us out. Become a member and get some free content. Well, nope. Get some paid for content, but a lot
0: of it (laughs) (laughs) freely given after your payment. (laughs) Um. And uh, well, also, if you join, um, if you join in, <laughs> get your memberships in now, because we've yeah. got a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of October, uh, a kind fan of fan of ours or listener. Rocktober. Um, is, At the uh, end of Rocktober, thank you. S- said, look, I've been trying to unload this, <laughs> this McCoy, a mock time uh, figure. Um, a very uh, nice looking one from look collectibles, you know, they do a great, they do a great
1: sculpt usually, you
0: know, (laughs) He said, do you guys want it? And I'm like, I don't know where I would put it. Matt said he didn't know where he would put it. So we decided we're going to give it to some lucky member of the Patreon, either level. We're going to have a drawing at the end of October and one of you lucky people is going to get it.
1: (laughs) Rocktober.
0: Rocktober. I apologize. I I can't believe
1: he keeps not saying Rocktober.
0: I wish we were giving away a Spock figure because it'd be Spocktober. But oh, fuck, uh, that's pretty good. It's McCoy Tober, which doesn't fuck, only it work. It should be Spock Tober. Well. <laughs> Bones Tober?
1: No, Spock is so fucking
0: good. Andy, <laughs> should we just should we Spock Tober? Should Spock-tober. we buy a, Should we buy a Spock figure and then do McCoy in? <laughs> <laughs> Bones-vember? McCoy-vember. <laughs> McCoy-vember?
1: Uh, Leonard- Leonard- McC- Nemoy-vember? Len- <laughs> Leonard-december? <laughs> um, I don't know. Spocktober, I feel like Spocktober should be a thing, and we should just do, like, watch our favorite Spock moments. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: All right. Oh, Maybe you guys can Spocktober. decide what Spocktober is. <laughs> We're that is not so in Spocktober good. yet. It is Copyright great. That must Andy have been Secunda. done, right? Copyright Someone, Andy
1: some Secunda. fucking. All right. D- Spocktober is d- 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 a thing already. Pun blind
0: Andy Secunda somehow pulled out Spocktober. <sighs> oh, man.
1: What if it's already a thing? It probably I mean, is. Sure somebody it has to be. I All mean, right. it
0: must have been mentioned. That doesn't mean it's a thing.
1: Anymore. All right. Well, look, let's, let's move on from that.
0: All right. <laughs> Whatever the case, we'll give something away at the end of October, yeah. whether it's a Spock. Uh, currently,
1: um, right now, up for grabs is the slideshow collectible Amok Time. Dr. McCoy, you heard someone write in about last week, and uh, sorry, the box has disintegrated, but it still has the styrofoam safety <laughs> enclosure. Uh, so if you want to win that, join the Patreon. You'll be entered into the drawing. Uh, we'll draw that on the first episode of October. And uh, otherwise, Andy... Another thing they get is priority one access to our messages, so we hear from them before we hear from the regular folk. And uh, every month, Andy likes to select uh, somebody who
0: had a particularly good message. Give him a Christopher Pike Medal of Valor.
1: Who's a, ge- who's a getting it <laughs> this uh,
0: week? It's a longtime uh, supporter of the show, Ken Molay, uh, and I don't have his actual uh, hail that he sent, But he sent in, for those of you who missed it, uh, the uh, uh, at some point I had been discussing (laughs) because of our constant repetition of uh, Mariah Carey's "Dream Lover," that I think it would be a great song for the beginning of a Star Trek movie where you see the ship kind of uh, coasting into view, and then you added on, oh, you know, as another option is. Instead of uh, sabotage, that's what Young Kirk is playing. So he sent in um, uh, versions of both, and I put them on the Instagram. So which is Go check at them Star out. Trek TNC. So check them out. You've won yourself a Christopher Pike Medal of Valor for your for your efforts? video skills. For
1: your more skills. efforts than we have.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. That's the Christopher Pike Medal of Valor. Thank and you now very much for interview.
1: giving out the award. I appreciate it priority one messages coming at you here we go
4: captain incoming message whoa no
1: that's you know what happened I moved them because they used to be right next to each other I'm going to do that all again here we go
4: captain incoming
5: message priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel
1: maybe you never knew but those are two different two separate sounds that I play on top of each other you're welcome
0: (laughs) Um, you know. Also, I just did a terrible disservice to, to Eric Gillespie. Okay, Ken. I'm sure you already have a uh, a, uh, a Christopher Pike Medal of Valor for something. Um, Eric Gillespie, uh, who's at Echo Solo Art, is uh, who who wrote the uh, who who created the. Um, Why did you give Dream Ken Lover? Malay credit? Because Ken, Ken, Ken could and you give the credit back, please? Ken, Ken, please, Ken. He's not giving it up. Ken, Call security. Please give the medal back. You can email it to us. <laughs> uh, he, sent, he sent a pecan pie montage in, Ken Malay had, so maybe that was where I got confused. Whatever the case, um, uh, that one goes to Eric Gillespie.
1: Eric Gillespie, I'm going to send you two fake medals. For the
0: snafu here. <laughs> two two Christopher Pike Medal of Valors.
1: Way to, way to earn double duty in, in one week. Thank you so much. Now, Priority One messages are coming in about phantasms, and uh, I'm just excited to hear what people are saying. What are you guys saying about it?
0: Andy? Brett Schofield says... uh this is not about phantasms, but uh, Matt Andy since you both enjoy a good meal or dessert, would you both go oh no this is about phantasms would you both go after a troy cake with a Riker brain slushy? I mean no, that troy cake looked not
1: good in the sense that it looked like a very light angel food cake with some I don't know like a like a gel frosting like it just didn't look appealing.
0: That was uh, th- there was somebody who was outraged that uh, at the angel food cake um, sentiment. Someone didn't know. think it looked like angel food cake. No, they said they love angel food cake and how oh, dare we besmirch well, the good name of? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't up. have that
1: angel uh, angel food cake. Only works in one place for me. That's a Fourth of July, and no. that is a strawberry shortcake. Strawberry, not a strawberry short, but sh- you know what I mean. Strawberries, whipped cream, angel food cake
0: see now i feel like i have to find this hail because i i think they did even mention strawberries as a uh, uh here it is it's from tess it's from our old friend tess um who says how dare anyone speak ill of angel food cake the lightest fluffiest most delicious cake of any cake where par- when partnered with fresh whipped cream and berries on occasions when cake is a social requirement that is that is 100 percent correct that's Maybe the cinnamon sugar donuts at Harmony Donuts on Lonsdale can compete too if one classifies donuts as cake. Any cake beyond those is easy to decline. I don't really like cake, okay, well, angel not, food cake is nice.
1: That's incorrect. The yeah, second that's part it. Of your she was all right until wrong. the end
0: there. Right. Just wrong. Um, but incredibly specific to the one parameter where you like angel food cake, though. It's interesting. Well, see, we can all find common ground. Um, I just sent you a link uh, for, uh, from Neil Studd who says, courtesy of Ryan's edits on YouTube, this is the closest you'll get to a something like that TNG supercut, which is a reference to my realizing that uh, something like that is
6: some kind of Star Trek
0: is the equivalent of Star Wars'
7: <laughs> a tracking device of some kind a cloaking device of some sort some sort of magnetic device in his belt Some kind of coercive device.
6: Some sort of medical instrument. Apparatus of some sort. Some kind of power waveguide conduits. Some sort of neural matrix. Some sort of debris. Some sort of corrosion. Some kind of damage.
8: There's some kind of damage. Some kind of continuing disintegration.
9: Some kind of chromosomal damage. Some kind of trauma. Some kind of psychic trauma.
1: Okay, so that's... Oh! Nurse Ogawa gets one, and I hit pause at the wrong time. Ah, oh, damn it. Some kind of disease. Here, let's the go. Going damage. back here. Some
9: kind of trauma. Some kind of psychic trauma. Some sort of disease aboard the
4: Enterprise. Picked up some disease. One. There we go. There we go.
1: <laughs> and that, uh, it, we're 43 seconds into that and it continues uh, to six minutes and 24 seconds. Some kind of. That's very, wow. Very
0: similar. It's not something like that, which I also
1: think they say. Way M-lessed. to go, Ryan's edits. <sighs>
0: good old ryan's edits that was really uh, delightfully uh, apropos uh lieutenant lieutenant next. <laughs> 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 who got whose ticket is next <laughs> 42 42 <laughs> Uh, Lieutenant C. Michael C. Bezaruski, pecan fan art curator, writes, Congratulations, you are the winner of the Captain Jellico Medal of Dishonor for this week. Your mandatory, this is in regards to uh, Pekoi, your mandatory action figure has been sent to you overnight. You must display it in a prominent place in your home until the next award is announced. <laughs> uh, and then Eric Peebles um, added on to that. Uh Question: When you look at the McCoy figurine, do you hear the tiki idol music from the Brady Bunch? <laughs> was, uh, the thing that attracted tarantulas. Do we think and such. that it's
1: cursed? <laughs> it's possible.
0: <laughs> I mean, we have we can't guarantee that it's not cursed. It really would be ironic if the the um, the person you know charged with healing people actually was a was a cursed figurine. I mean, I guess we'll find out. Um. And then uh, Eric Peoples also says, "Question for Matt: Since we're almost done with the series, have any of your opinions on TNG or the characters changed as a result of doing the show with Andy?" That's a good question.
1: Um. No.
0: (laughs) Seems like that's a. In all honesty, like it's
1: like I don't think so because. Andy has not swayed me in any way, in any directions. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like less,
0: I have it on uh, an episode-by-episode episode basis. I don't know if I have it on a long-lasting yeah, basis.
1: Possibly. I think it's more apt to happen on something like our Voyager episodes or um, on our uh, Enterprise stuff because... It is less familiar, but like TNG is like so drilled into my head, yeah. That I you can't change my mind, Andy. <laughs> uh,
0: I accept that. I'm not sure that's true, but uh, I I definitely think by and large you, wow. you have your. You opinions. accept
1: it though, and I appreciate your acceptance.
0: <laughs> Lieutenant John G writes. I wonder if I'm the only one who enjoys phantasms a lot. Data is my favorite character in all of uh, Trek in any series, and I love exploring his mind. I like weird dream stories, too. I even enjoy masks.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Get out of here.
0: Get um, out of here with
1: your masks.
0: I think others have, have commented. They were like, I enjoy phantasms. Oh, I mean, what are you really? A couple. not 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 by and large. By and large, people are, are think it's a crazy episode. Mm. Um, Lieutenant John Zaitz writes, I wish the Andrew Secunda School specific acting was around in 1998 when I was an uncredited high school skater in American Beauty. If, uh, if I was a graduate of ASA, I would have a better career today. Instead, I was just yelled at by Sam Mendes for walking across a shot I was not in and falling off the skateboard because I had never <laughs> skated before.
1: uh alan ball wrote that right
0: (laughs) yeah i think so could have been in a bond movie
1: states could have been in a in a it could have been like in sam mendez's like uh rotating cast of lovelies
0: yeah it's true It could have been the the skateboarder that he uses in every film um lieutenant rob baptiste writes One question comes to mind. If this was produced as an episode in the, quote, discovery era of TV, where it seems like no one can resist an Easter egg wink to the audience, uh, would they find a way to sneak an electric sheep into Data's dream sequence? I mean. Into Android's dream of electric sheep, the reference obviously being. I do
1: feel like it was a missed opportunity.
0: (laughs) It does seem like it. Uh, and then Trek Barnes added onto it uh, we got an unintended Easter egg where data is talking on his Android phone <laughs> emoji tongue out uh also uh Trek Barnes added because we've been going on endlessly about uh, Lego pricing. I just got my my daily bugle uh, Lego FYI
1: when are you going to crack that open
0: I got to figure out where I'm going to build it.
1: Oh, that's the thing you need a large flat surface, and you got a cat, surface. so yeah. oh, I hadn't
0: even thought about that, that is gonna be very difficult. <laughs> I am never gonna have all the pieces. Omar's gonna go crazy on those things. uh that's a cat's heaven a a a a table filled with Lego. <laughs> Um, anyway, note about Lego pricing. Interestingly, despite being expensive, the cost of new Lego sets hasn't really changed since I was a kid in the late 80s. Take the number of pieces in the set, divide by 10, and you are usually within $5 of the MSRP, which means logos are f- Legos are fi- far cheaper now than they used to be because inflation. Interesting. Um, that's it.
1: The number of pieces, yes, but like the the amount of plastic, no, because I feel that the pieces are smaller than they used to be. Right. And more niche. Whatever. Point is, Legos are fun. Okay.
0: What are you working on now? Nothing. No. (laughs) Uh, That's it for the priority one messages. Let's enter Uh, the hell proper in the corridor.
1: Okie dokie. Oh, it's so low. Now,
0: the door is low.
1: Well, I mean, the door volume was so low um, in the real ship we're on. (laughs) I'm so glad it got fixed. Question mark, question mark. Uh, All right. This is the regular hails, everybody, which would come along with a sound of some sort. uh, But guess what? I have it. Pros, guys. Pros.
2: Captain, Captain, we are being hailed.
1: All right. We're being hailed, Andy. Who's hailing us?
0: Darnell Smith, who writes Phantasm's security. Uh, Hey, Andy and Matt. After all the malfunctions, do you think Worf has a special security protocol for data in case he goes rogue again? I bet that's why he was there with Jordy and Troy. (laughs) Because I was saying, why are they all standing in a line watching him? Uh, because data oversleeping triggers Worf's special Android malfunction security alert. Uh, also, you think they build a special brig set up for a data-proof lock on his quarters for when he malfunctions. Excelsior.
1: Data Force 5, active. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, here's another uh, Phantasm's lover, for, uh, Zachariah Seville, who writes, Greetings, Secunda, and a tip of the hat to Matt. Uh, listening to the latest episode had me a bit surprised at the constant harping. I understand that it is a little strange and silly at times, but I've never thought of it as horrific as you guys described. I mean, the plot was wacky for sure, but it has a logical progression. It built off an established story and data's past, making for a good callback. Dreams are, by their very nature, bizarre and nonsensical, although I think Stuart and the writers handled it well, even if it smacked of Twin Peaks. The aliens attacking the... Oh, I guess this would have been post-Twin Peaks. The aliens attacking the ship and crew, Crushers co-decide, are consistent, consistent with threats the enterprises face throughout the series, and given the focus on data, they didn't, need to be, uh, they didn't need to be an existential crisis. We even had some character moments for Picard and Geordi to add some day-to-day life on the ship and flesh out their personalities. And there come on, Spot been- and Wharf, comedy gold.
1: There should have been a more clear and present danger to the ship and or the people. Like, the people should have been, like, dropping like flies or something to amp up the stakes. But as it stood, the stakes were, this new warp drive isn't working. hmm And then Data had a dream and stabbed Troy. <laughs> so the danger became Data. <laughs> right. Instead of the aliens that only show up under a special light. Right. Anyway, that's just that's just my thought I don't like the I mean, episode
0: but I'm inclined to agree it's okay
1: to like it that's the beauty of liking or dislike
0: uh, unless it's angel had-
1: food cake then you would be wrong unless it um, had whipped cream and strawberries
0: do you think Wharf Worf wouldn't like angel food cake in real life right
1: why not he loves prune juice
0: it seems like angel food cake is the reverse of prune juice
1: he loves prune juice and Riker's
0: eggs, so I don't know what to tell you. But we don't know what egg, Riker's eggs taste like. <laughs> um, now we have a voice hail from our old friend Cosmo regarding the steaks of the show. Uh,
1: so that would be called what? Cosmo Steaks voicemail? The perfectly named
6: thing? That's what it would be called? <laughs> okay,
1: never mind. Here we go.
6: Matt Mandy, it's Cosmo. I'd like to talk about stakes. You know, I'm really tired and burned out on the Star Trek stakes being universe ending. Um, season two of discovery was all sentient life was going to be wiped out by mm-hmm. Skynet, right? Uh, season one of the card, what were the stakes? Uh, Was it all sentient life being wiped out in the galaxy? Or the the bad robots were gonna wipe out (gasps) life?
1: Whoa. Let me pause right there. The bad robots.
0: (gasps) That's another bad robot show. Oh my god. Oh, is that oh, you're saying there's a subtext there? Yes. Is you think it's an attack on JJ? No. Oh. I think it's an homage. It's an homage. Uh, maybe not. He's uh, used to be under the JJ banner. Maybe it's a shot think, at JJ.
1: I think everybody's bored and looks around the room and they see uh-huh. bad robot on a door and go, "All right, let's <laughs> do it." What if we? What if it was robots? And they were bad. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, let's continue the voicemail. Voice hail. Wrong button. Thank you. Um,
6: Cosmos. Now at the store. in the trailer for the season two. Uh, the stakes are our timeline being revoked. Is Forever Damaged by Q, Mm -hmm. some kind of dystopian alternate timeline. They keep upping it, and there's nowhere to go. Why why can't the stakes be, oh shit, my ship's in danger, my ship might blow up. There you go. That's good. That's good enough for me. And I guess that's part of the whole serialized mystery box thing. Um, And that certainly was a problem with the movies because uh, you have the big yeah. stakes in the movie. But, um, yeah, these it, it, serialized 13-episode seasons where <laughs> life as we know it's going to change unless our heroes can fix it, I'm just, I don't care.
3: <laughs>
6: Give me some <laughs> personal stakes or the shit. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel?
1: Well, similarly to you, actually and i think you bring up a good point and i think strange new worlds is our best bet it's our it's our it's it's our hope uh because ultimately we know what happens
0: to most of those characters also isn't isn't there stated intention to be more one-offy
1: yeah but i think by virtue of how the show is constructed it has to be anyway Because you can't have a universe-ending bullshit thing, because you know the stakes are foolish, because you'll get past it. No,
0: but isn't that true of Discovery, too? And they've just said, nah, we're just going to retcon it.
1: Isn't that true of Discovery? Isn't it
0: true of Discovery that theoretically that's in the past, and it wouldn't have these huge universe-threatening stakes, and then they just keep ignoring those ramifications and finding a way out of it?
1: I don't know, because, I mean, they write their way out of it. That's what
0: I'm saying, but they could do the same for Strange New Worlds. I just think that they're... I I think they're... uh, Whether you want to say that they're taking the note from the fans finally, or they're just deciding to go in a different direction, it feels like... The PR is that they're going in a different direction.
1: The fans apparently
0: just want the same direction it used
1: to be. (laughs) Which, (laughs) you know what?
0: They've been pretty clear about almost universally. (laughs) I'm also, yeah, it's
1: not hard to know that. Yeah. And, Um, yes, to that point, by the way, I would absolutely enjoy, I think, I would, I think I would enjoy a one-off Discovery episode where... They encounter a problem, and, you know, the, sh- the ship is in danger at the end.
0: They kind of haven't really done that since Harry Mudd, have they? I guess they must have done it at some point. They have no, the, the Surreal episodes. The Subaru um, episodes? What? The Subaru. Remember when, when that character Subaru kind of transformed back <laughs> Remember into when the his... Discovery
1: turned into a Subaru
0: Outback? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, um. <laughs> Uh okay, here's another one. Hey guys, so Patrick Stewart directed Phantasms, which is definitely one of the more divisive episodes, and uh, we have the upcoming Sub Rosa directed by Jonathan Frakes, which I'll say no more about and let Andy decide for himself about the quality of that episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, we should have a an ask Frakes for Sub Rosa. He's got yeah. a he's got a he's he's good humored. He's directed enough good episodes that he could. Uh, oh, I, I, he knows. He would have a lot of opinions. <laughs> Uh, my question is, how much influence does a director have over the actual story? None. Frakes and Stewart are both extremely talented. I would never presume to criticize either of their abilities because I generally don't know enough about the process. Judge, being on the inside of the industry, what can you tell me about the director's authority? Thanks, guys. Tony. Anthony uh, Wiper.
1: In television particularly, yeah. it is not much. Your job is to execute what the writers have written and what the showrunner wants presented. And you can add your own little flares and stuff to that and, 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 and you know, get it done in certain ways. Uh, maybe you like to use a lot of steady cam, whatever. As long as it follows the show's aesthetic, you're good to go. But ultimately, your job as a director is just getting the best performances you can in a way that conveys what the Writers and showrunner wanted.
0: Um, I agree wholeheartedly with Matt. Uh, the uh, the it's you know generally what is thought of as the director of a film is the showrunner, aka the top writer uh, in television. However, I do think um, there is a a little bit of a of a paradigm shift um, in the era of streamers and premium television. Because there are certain directors that are being put in place that are directing all the episodes.
1: Those are producing directors, though. That's very different,
0: right? But I and, and then further, I kind of heard from uh, friends on different Marvel shows that Marvel actually, um, and I assume it's just because Kevin Feige is more familiar with with the movies than he is with uh, television, that they are generally. Driven and helmed and overseen by the the director of the series, um, and that the writer is acts as more of a head writer. And I think that might be changing because I think he's realizing that you know correctly that uh, it, it just it's more functional if the writer of a television series who is hands-on every, all these different episodes as opposed to one singular yeah. piece of work that a director is bringing yeah. home. Yeah, because if makes you have sense. someone
1: coming in to do two episodes out of the 12... For sure. It's not yeah, going to yeah, work like that. completely
0: doesn't make any sense. Um, okay, So, then,
1: in that sense, you, you know, you get a script like that and their job is to at least give us moments that we enjoy. Right.
0: <laughs> you know? Uh, Tobias uh, Hughes-Brown um, wrote, uh, Janeway said Janeway to Khan a couple of episodes ago. You two made a Khan joke. I thought to make an audio clip for you two, which he sent us. Here we go. Janeway to Khan.
5: Captain. Khan. 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 I find myself growing
4: fatigued. Resume a course for Chicote's shuttle.
5: I have a few
0: questions first.
4: <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. I enjoyed it good times <laughs> thank you <laughs> nice work I say um all right then we have a uh I think we have a let me make sure that I didn't miss anything here I think we have a primed corrective um oh we there,
1: have
0: an Australian there Australia is
1: one Australian more yeah, yeah, play that there is one more Andy as we know <laughs>
0: I'm from a man Hi
10: guys, symptoms. Lieutenant Joel Ahrens here in Melbourne, Australia. This is a voice hail because last time Andy read something of mine, it was in the most ridiculous excuse for an Australian <laughs> accent I've ever heard. As if the only Australian he's ever met sounded like Paul Hogan. It's kind of like me saying in a totally authentic american accent this is the way that everybody talks down there in, in america anyway i'm here sitting the
0: record straight it's a great accent so though, i gotta say
10: with phantasms back in the early 90s when this first of all
1: i heard like a drip in the background and it sounds like he's like sitting out on like a beautiful koi pond
0: <laughs> oh sure Well, awesome. whoa You're sorry just- you just put one of those ox to sleep with a special hand motion.
10: <laughs> Local TV stations here in Australia were, I don't know, a year or two behind with TNG. And my friend and I found out about this video store that rented under-the-counter imported TNG tapes from the US. Uh, you might remember, Matt, that they released them like two episodes on a tape. They do, so absolutely. this is how we watch seasons five to seven. And this place was at least a good half-hour's drive away from us. I don't know why they thought they, uh, like why they um, rented to uh, people who obviously didn't live locally. But anyway, I specifically remembered watching this episode with my friend and that moment when Geordie and the Ensign were a crush where Data says that he would be happy to talk with her. And as soon as he said that, both my friend and I almost leapt out of our chairs and yelled, no, exactly at the same time that Geordie <laughs> said no. And it was such a horribly crap episode. That personal funny moment still brings a smile to my face. Anyway, thanks for the podcast. And Annie, please never do an Aussie accent again. Just no. Don't. <laughs> Just no. Cheers, uh, <laughs> you're
1: all right, mate.
10: No. Uh,
1: Andy,
0: no. You're
7: supposed to yeah, not do right. it. Okay. Oh, it's Andy's accent corner.
6: Andy's accent corner? voyons.
7: Andy's accent corner. Animo Andy, Andy,
10: tu puedes. It's going to be shit. <laughs>
0: Uh, You know, I gotta say. (laughs) That's that's a hilarious thing. (laughs) He's really grooving to
3: this.
1: (laughs) I I genuinely love that song. I
0: I was gonna say, how many times did you see men at work in
1: concert? (laughs) I've seen Colin Hay a number of times,
0: he's pretty great.
1: Uh, men at work um, I don't think we're together by the time I was of a concert going age
0: I love that he's uh, that uh, Joel was uh, say, asking for the indignity of, uh, of being reduced to a, a cliche by my terrible accents to stop and then you you, you open it with men at work
1: Oh, they got a show coming up at the Saban Theater. It's a little hot. It's,
7: to walk the streets.
1: it's not peaking here. Smell turn your volume down.
3: And um, the Andy.
1: Yes. I think we should go see Men at Work. I'd they're be playing, thrilled to see Men at they're Work. They're playing December 18th at the Saban Theater. Is uh, that our uh, first Wilcher. concert back? <laughs> uh, I, I like. I mean, for Christ's sake, we understand I mean, we were taking
0: our lives in our hands, but we had to see Men this, at Work.
1: I mean, is it? I, I got to know if it's like. Is it the full? Is it like a reunion tour?
0: I mean, I wouldn't. I much as I know their hits, I or wouldn't, is I have it like no Menna, idea what, is it who like in, that, who's in that band minus Colin, Colin Hay? Hay. Yeah, because
1: if it's minus Colin Hay, I'm not going.
0: I think I saw Colin Hay at, in lar- at Largo. No, at the Aspen Comedy Festival, at some weird yep. late night show. Yep. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, he's big. Okay. Colin Hey uh, is a is a Largo mainstay. Yeah, and as a result, gets put on some comedy bills and is a is a delight. Um, anyway, now I'm excited about Men at Work possibly touring. <laughs> Colin Hey news. Okay, let's see. I'm clicking on Colin Hay's website.
0: Is Colin Hay the next Frank Sinatra? (laughs) Colin Hay, come on. Let's find out what the chairman of Down Under was up to.
1: I'm going to click on tour. I don't, I see, I think it's just, holy shit. No, I, I clicked on, he's selling tickets to the Men at Work show in Beverly Hills, California on December 18th.
0: In Beverly Hills. Where? In Larry? At the Sabin.
1: At the Sabin Theater.
0: Oh, the Sabin.
1: You know, the one on Wilshire.
0: Oh, yes, yes. The, one the old timey. Wilshire one. in La Cienega, maybe? That's a big house, isn't it? Not, oh, La I, Cienega. I, no, I'm thinking of a different place.
1: Yeah, well, I'm thinking of this now, and now. All right. Uh, now I need to do this. <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> I need to go. Okay, thank you. Theater just gonna buy tickets now mm.
0: okay when is it december wow. 18th what a beautiful theater saturday december
1: 18th i will have just finished directing goldberg's pending um uh no iatsy strike who knows <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh yeah that would be perfect if oh, that I'm <laughs> precluded <sure>. you <laughs>
1: i am so sure that that will happen interesting let me see where i want to sit here oh yeah Oh, yeah, orchestra, row E, back row
0: of the first section of the orchestra. That feels right. That's funny as I, uh, I looked at the time, and I was like, hey, we're going to, we, we had a pretty efficient uh, saucer section today. <laughs>
1: and boy, that's, that's oh, been blown well, out of the water. Look, it's what happens when Australia
0: contacts me. <laughs> it's
1: on I you, Australia. Up, I end up deciding <laughs> that I really want to go see Men at Work. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, uh, they're skilled. They're a talented band.
1: Uh I'm buying 3 tickets, Andy. All right. You're coming with Dory and I or okay. me and you are having a seat between us. I'd <laughs> be
0: very curious to see if
1: if Dory is, is coming to that. Oh, that's so funny. Uh okay.
0: Dory's a huge hayhead. She's going to
1: be so confused by the fact that I like cuz I don't leave my house for anything. <laughs>
0: and like You're of, a man of whims. Of There's all no the getting away from it. Of all the
1: things to go, this is what I wanted to go see. It's so yeah. funny. Um,
0: anyway, we got a prime corrective. Whenever you're ready.
1: Oh sure, Andy. Let me hit the prime corrective buttons.
4: Time for a retrospective. Cause truth is all objective. It's a prime
1: Whoa! That you know what just happened there? That yeah. was wild. I had I was typing. Bad. I yeah. was typing my my um, Ticketmaster password in. Okay. And because the soundboard is tied to the keyboard, everything I was typing just started playing.
0: <laughs> anyway. Yeah. If you can figure out what keys are tied to what sound, then you will be able to figure out what his passwords are. Yes. All right, Andy, what's the prime corrective? There are three of them. Uh, what?
1: We got three things wrong?
0: Yes. Lieutenant Tom Zara writes, Prime correction, uh, Picard was offered a promotion to Admiral in season one, uh, episode 18, Coming of Age. He was offered Commandant of Starfleet Academy. First time we meet Lieutenant Commander Remick and Admiral Quinn. It was the f- uh, first part to follow up uh, Conspiracy, which they later bro- blow Remick's head off. Spoiler. Um... We already covered it. I really enjoy uh, that
1: thread they never picked up again.
0: Yeah. It's so... All the fucking... Here they say they're running out of material in Season 7. Those creatures were so creepy. And... Oh, no. Yeah, no. And they just fucking did this stupid... Sorry for the the lovers of Phantasm. This other parasite (laughs) creature thing... Instead of going back to the fucking good parasites, <laughs> so weird.
1: I I think that that's absolutely correct. They they should have touched that. And you
0: talk point. about like you know our, our issues with uh with the serialization. That's a great serialization. A fucking shadow government run by alien parasites in Star Trek. Yeah, let's see it. Weird. I am in. Mean, let's see it. That's very infuriating. I hadn't thought about that since then. Uh, Archer Palms, a.k.a. vertiginousness, writes, uh, regarding the discussion of seeing Freud before seeing Deanna, I think this is like using WebMD before going to see the doctor. Coming into Deanna's office, telling her all about his polymorphic psychosis. This is not a prime corrective. I think I just put it in the wrong place. My apologies. Um... Is this a prime corrective? Is this also wrong? Yes, this is a prime corrective. From Cam, both Matt and Annie wondered why the parasite on Beverly was still there, since she must, at some point, remove her coat. It's out of phase with the world, like Geordie and Roe that time. So the coat goes through it. It's on her arm, just big enough to poke through the coat when she wears it.
1: That is a... That is an audience fixed it right there.
0: That's exactly what he said. He's a Jingle, it didn't make sense, but Cam fixed it. We had one for that, didn't we, at some point?
1: We absolutely did, Andy, and I believe that I have it somewhere.
0: All right. In the meantime, if you would like to send us a hail, uh, you can send it to sttncpod at gmail.com. Uh, please put the title of the episode you're uh, referring to in the subject header if you can. If you want to reach Matt on Instagram or Twitter, he's at Matt Myra on Instagram. I am at Andrew Secunda. And on Twitter, I am at Secunda. If you want to send us a voicemail, it's 816 Trek tnc If you want to get into our Priority One messages, shoot on over to Patreon and join. Uh, and... Um, and uh, check out our uh, Instagram page uh, at Star Trek TNC. Um, and uh, and check out Eric Gillespie's uh, wonderful video work that I failed to credit. Thank you, Miscredited Andy. and failed to credit.
1: Congratulations, everybody.
0: Congratulations to you all. Did you find it?
1: What? No. Okay. I didn't We're, find it. I found iFix.
4: It didn't make sense, but
0: the my audience it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's it for the hell bag.
1: Thank you so much, Andy. It's time now to talk about the episode. So now I'll play that song because there's so many songs to play, <laughs> and I. Uh, <laughs>
0: Think uh... what? What is the? I know why I was bad at this. I feel like you. You would. You would have this sort of uh, organized and down. It's here. the same here level Andy. of here, Andy. Find it. <laughs> I can't see. Oh well, this is. You were pushing me. This is insanity. What I'm looking at. You were pushing me for the whole run of the show. Like, oh, why don't you have a soundboard? Let me set up a soundboard for you. I feel like I'm looking. At the the Matrix numbers right now. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's <in> not purple. <laughs> it had
1: it had been organized at some point. <laughs> it but like we keep getting new sounds in, so things have to move, and then when things move, it just turns into like. Is there a search
0: sort of? No, option you have?
1: which is very annoying.
0: No. All right.
1: Uh. So that said, I found it just by talking to you. So thanks, Andy, for killing that time.
8: No we crossed many doors to many places. Your hails made us think of all your faces. So, pluck the MC in your little Borg node. Let's talk about this week's episode. Oh,
1: yes, that's right. We're talking about this week's episode. Of course, uh, this week's episode is Dark Page, which came out uh,
0: November 1st, 1993. I was totally going to say that. All right, I was just trying to help. When I found it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> The number one song in the US remains unstoppably Dream Lover by Mariah Carey. It really will not go away. No, why would it? So, everybody. And the number one song in the UK, I Do Anything for Love. Uh, Meatloaf still ruling in the UK Number one movie The Nightmare Before Christmas Number one book Bridges of Madison County By Robert James Waller For the final time For you Madison County fans Number one TV show that week Home Improvement And Rudy Giuliani Is elected mayor of New York City Wow
1: Has there ever been a greater fall From political grace I don't think so, and it really is <laughs> It's wild.
0: It really is shocking. He was a hero. He was primed to be just I you never know. seen anyone cast the the goodwill of the people to the wind the way that he did. <laughs> What right about
1: when his hair dye was running down his face?
0: He just had a lot of stuff going it on. It was just, just so much. I mean, things.
1: you're gonna go, you're gonna go, hang on to some uh, out there theories, crackpot theories, bullshit, and you're gonna let your hair dye sweat down your face? Come on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't well, have good people. That's what I. That's what I take out of it.
1: I. He must drive away the good people. I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess that would be true. <laughs> like the Dream Lover was playing under that. <laughs> the Rudy Giuliani theme,
1: Dream Lover.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: Andy, let's check in on the chairman.
0: Frank Sinatra, come on! <laughs> da, 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 da.
1: It's time for that segment everybody hates. <laughs>
0: time for Frank Sinatra, come on. Fly me to the. Moon. Andy, Let yes. Me what was old Blue Eyes up to? Well, this week sees the official release of Frank's Duet's album. We discussed the recording sessions last Yeah, we season. did. It debuts at number two on the Billboard Albums chart. Selling more than three million copies in the U.S. And becomes the first Sinatra album to go triple platinum. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, it also hits number five on the U.K. album charts. This despite some mixed critical reviews pointing out the lack of spontaneity from the guest singers who had to carefully match their parts to Frank's pre-recorded tracks. I don't want to be in the, uh, the studio with those hippies. Rig-a-ding-ding. I'm doing it now, and I'm leaving. <laughs> those brats. I gotta listen to them doo-wop. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Frank.
1: Uh, now that that's done, Andy, I should pop out to Palm
0: Springs. I need a I need a vacation from this this ongoing purgatory. <laughs> you need you need
1: to you need a change of heat.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's like cooler now. I need it?
1: a little warm warmth.
0: What's it like in Palm Springs in the winter? I don't remember.
1: In the winter, it's great. In like January, mm-hmm. it's great. Like I we always used to go over New Year's.
0: I wonder when Frank went.
1: Frank went. Probably whatever he wanted, because of a helicopter or something, you know.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true.
1: I'm calling up the bird. <laughs> Which <laughs> that's bird? called it the bird, <laughs> the whirly bird.
0: <laughs>
1: All right, Dark Page uh, was written by Hillary J. Bader and directed by Les Landau, and this, of course, is uh, from Doctor Trek's book, The Star Trek Next Generation Companion, Revised Edition, Kindle Edition, even uh while escorting a and tutoring the karen uh the karen, karen the cairn uh uh-huh, the karen what is what is it uh i think it's Karen, Karen. yeah k c a i r n right is how it's spelled a telepathic species who until recently had no concept of spoken language the normally boisterous luxana troy seems tired uh, when the group visits the enterprise despite luxana playing matchmaker for her and with Maquez. a karen Deanna is troubled by her mother's unusual moodiness and prods her to get a checkup luxana is seen to have low silos Sin, sinine,
0: what? It's psilocybin which was why it was confusing. Right. I think it was psilocybin which is what's Pilo, in with an N. Oh, is it? Did I okay. miss it? Did I misunderstand
1: it? A beta-z neurotransmitter used in telepathy but defies Crusher's orders to avoid contact, mental contact and collapses. Marquez helps them to learn that something has targeted a past event that Loxana has blocked into her metaconscious mind, the Betazoid protection from psychic trauma, and caused a comatose shutdown. After assuring the crew that his presence is not the cause, Makez offers to act as a telepathic... Thank God it wasn't the cause, by the way. ...offers to act as a telepathic bridge to Troy so she can explore her mother's mind and unblock the damage. There she encounters images trying to drive her away. Picard, a wolf, even her late father, as well as Hedrill a cairn girl still baffled troy reads her mother's diaries and finds seven years have been deleted by her mother using maquez as a telepathic bridge again she uncovers her mother's self guilt over the drowning of a previously unknown older sister kestra after helping her mother say goodbye to her daughter and the guilt troy gives her grateful mother an old photo of the whole family that mr home their valet had saved for just such an occasion
0: Poor Mr. Holm out of feels It feels like, so. by
1: the way, Mr. Holm could have been like, yes, Deanna, I know exactly what she's blocking.
0: <laughs> have we heard him talk?
1: Uh, no, but I assume he can.
0: Well, do, doesn't he, doesn't she say, I talked to Mr. Holm and blah, blah, blah? Yeah, I, I assume she he can. So he must saying? be able to. He's established as doing it in this episode, but it is odd that... Uh, this episode is saying that he can talk but we never hear him talk i guess because he's a telepath so he doesn't need to
1: guys andy's Um, really getting through the thick of mr holmes valet relationship with the troys
0: and i already uh i already made a mistake so you don't have to prime correct with me i misread the subtitle i thought it was psilocybin and i was like wow she's like it's woven into betazoid uh physiology that they have a psychotropic substance in their uh in their systems, but it was psilocyanide, like you said.
1: Well, it was, you know, a bullshit made-up thing. Right. Could have called so it. it, it stuff.
0: Prefix we know. Yes. Prefix we don't.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, where, oh, where did I put the window for this? Okay, great. Let's get going on. What's this called? Dark page. Sorry. Dark, Dark Page.
6: Dark
7: page. Captain's log. Stardate four seven two five four point one. A delegation of the Cairn have just come on board. This telepathic species has no concept of spoken language, and is being instructed in its use by an old friend. I. I refuse to update further. This is my captain's log. <laughs>
1: Updated by, let's just say, someone we haven't seen for a little <laughs> while, but often comes by. I'm not going to tell you. This is my log. <laughs> Goodbye. I like to people keep people <laughs> hanging in my log. Moo, <laughs> what's coming next? Uh, very coy. <laughs> Picard out. <laughs>
5: I don't know what they'd have done without me. First, I had to learn how they communicate. It was an absolutely exhausting process. It must have been. Quite different from Z telepathy. We transmit words, but the Karen, it's it's images. uh, a, A flood of them. All at the same time, it's overwhelming. I can imagine. Actually, it's a very efficient way of communicating. If two Karen were having this conversation, it would have been over minutes ago. Really? (laughs) Of course, they realize that they'll want to communicate verbally if they join the Federation. Uh, Do me a favor. Uh, Introduce yourself to one of them. Engage them in conversation. They need the practice. I'd be happy to. Mm -hmm. It's called a visor. It enables me to see.
10: Like my vocal enhancer. It helps me make sounds.
5: I see you've already met my star pupil. Hedrill's picked up spoken language much faster than the others.
6: It is often the case that children learn languages more easily than
8: adults.
1: I mean, talk about the greatest week of all time. LeVar Burton's week on this episode.
3: <laughs> what do you it's mean? two
5: shots and he's out. He's
1: not oh, in the yeah. rest of the episode. It's true.
0: Adults.
5: Deanna was quite good at languages when she was little. Uh, where is Deanna?
0: Well, she must be here somewhere. I knew this little actress from Something Big. Uh, I mean, let's.
1: I, I, I actually, I'm genuinely curious. So, uh,
8: seconders claim to fame.
0: I mean, it's it's silly to, know to even. From something big. It's silly to even. I mean, I know it's it's Kirsten Dunst, so I know I know her from everything.
1: <laughs> yes, but like, it could have been. It could have been. I don't know. Uh, bring it on. It could have been, I, like I was waiting to hear what what it was. That what's what's your the brain.
0: key thing? I know uh, Kirsten Dunst from. Yeah, probably this Spider Man. If I got to pick one thing, but that's the most obvious. If I'm picking child, Kirsten Dunst, it would be Interview with a Vampire. There you go. That's and I have to imagine. I got to say, again, I, I'm a. I really appreciate a good child actor in Star Trek because they come in they don't have that much time they gotta fucking hit it and go Kirsten Dunst there's a lot of weight on Kirsten Dunst on child Kirsten Dunst in this episode and you kind of see why she she was you know she she maintained her success over over time she just delivers 100% with some sweaty material a lot of the time
1: (laughs) and she's married to uh, what's his face the guy that was in the Star Trek themed Black Mirror
0: episode um. Little, yes. His name, Star I Trek. I always connection. forget who is fantastic.
1: Yes. Not Matt Damon. You did a great job. Uh,
0: <laughs> that's that's not even fair to him. He is so good. What?
5: Um. Go find your father, dear. I want to talk to him. This is Troy. Oh, I'm just a little tired. <laughs> this constant telepathy with the Karen. Um, no, I'm I'm
0: fine, really. Jesse Plemons, also from Breaking Bad. And Friday Night Lights.
5: Aren't you going to mingle, Mr. Wolf? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's the thing.
1: Warp. Michael Dorn nails that, though.
0: I think that I recently on... I think it was on... Um, on the Patreon and on our Voyagers, that there was a Beta Zoid who was an actual psychopath, um, that made me come up with the theory that all Beta Zoids are either sociopaths or psychopaths, and that Deanna is the anomaly. And I feel like Luxana supports that theory in her behavior constantly. She feels what these people are feeling. She she can even read thoughts, right? or is it just uh, she can read thoughts with i don't know i thought she was also a telepath who could read the thoughts because she's always saying that she can like see what's oh in she the can telepathically
1: communicate to like yes other humanoids yeah okay so
0: uh so she's portrayed constantly as this incredibly insensitive person uh, you know she knows his name is wrong because every time she says it wrong she can read his thoughts that he says it's not my name and she keeps doing it She is a sadist She's a sociopath Like all Betazoids Wow That's Quite a theory
8: Andy's theories are very interesting
7: Because he's really smart I do not care for telepaths They make me uneasy
5: <laughs> Don't worry The Karen couldn't read your thoughts Even if they wanted to Your brain isn't sophisticated enough
1: maybe that's why he, he does, she doesn't know that his uh, does feel, <laughs> feel good about his name
5: neither is yours dear they could only communicate with other telepaths have either of you seen Deanna
7: she was working but she said she would be
0: Speak of the devil oh Deanna a devil
5: sorry I'm late
9: I lost track of the time
5: Deanna dear come with me I want you to meet the senior diplomat of the Karen
0: delegation Why does she shoot that look to Worf?
1: I think she shoots it to
0: Riker. Riker. Oh, it's like you didn't marry my
1: daughter? It's, I mean, she has that blow up later. She'd be
0: married now if it wasn't for you. Oh, good catch. Uh, By the way, what are the worst all-time alien designs? Their brains on the outside? I was going to ask you what you thought about that. (laughs) They're the worst. It's so stupid. Big brains coming out of their heads. So evolutionarily where they, dumb. Where should
1: they come out of?
0: They shouldn't come out. They're their brains. They should be inside their heads. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your brains where they belong, inside your skull. That's what right. I say. All right, Maurice, calm down. <laughs> well, how are they supposed to? Well, what are what are they going to go down, take them downtown with their brains out like that? What if they uh what if
1: they lay down on a hard pillow? Does it hurt? Does it kill them? <laughs> their brains are out.
5: Nikois, this is the beautiful daughter I've been telling you about, Diana. You'd be
0: the easiest to murder. Pleased to. Meet you, you idiot.
1: Wow, Andy, you're being very hard on the Karen. Hello.
9: Pleased to meet
8: you. Yes. That is it. Pleased to meet you,
5: Diana. Good. Well, I'll just let you young people chat.
0: I will say. Usually, almost universally, in every Deanna plot with another telepath, they have a person who comes in who is clearly a villain of some kind, is clearly a terrible person, a villain, a predator of some kind, and then they turn out to be a villain or a predator of some kind, and uh, at least they were switching up. This guy seems kind of nice at the beginning, and then it seems like he might not be. seems like he might be a villain. And then he turns out to be okay at the end.
1: Oh, uh, you know, I, because I don't, I haven't watched this episode in years. Yeah.
3: Uh,
0: what I did you he, assume?
1: I was like, oh, they're Is doing it again. One, this guy's the villain. Another like, one from, of, from the, the, the word, gallery. <laughs> from the word go. Yeah, the Sinister Six. <laughs> um, Deanna Troy's Sinister Six. Uh, from the word go, I really was like, oh, man, they're doing that dumb thing again <laughs> where they make this Guy, bad, yeah, and I was so happy,
3: yeah, it was that, nice. uh,
1: that 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 they didn't. I was pleased that, um, I was pleased that they he was genuinely there to help.
8: <laughs> yeah, it was nice.
9: Well, Mayquiz, what do you think of the Enterprise?
8: Oh, um, it is beautiful comfortable also.
9: I'm glad you think so. <laughs> um,
0: the pillows are very soft on my exterior another brains. There is that
8: describes it. Um, <sighs> but I cannot remember.
9: You've learned a great deal in a very short time. I'm sure it won't be long before your words do justice to your thoughts. Your mother
8: uh, told me of your need need Um, a moment Um, husband you need a husband I need a wife
1: (laughs) daggers just getting daggers from Deanna sure is you know what's funny is like when she said when when uh Troy says that her mother's even dressing more subdued. Yeah. I that was after I had already made the conscious thought of like oh I like Lux on his outfits in these up, in this
0: episode. <laughs> right. Do you know and what I mean? That's crazy. Like I was like
1: oh they're, they're it's, it's like they they fit well and they're like they seem like still like a little flamboyant. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, this is a good direction to take her wardrobe in. And then in the, and they mention it in the script of like, She's like so what's sh- wrong with her? She's <laughs> having brain problems. Good morning.
9: So, what did you think of Makeways? Why did you do that, Mother? You
5: embarrassed both of us. Oh, he's really very sweet. And lonely. Poor man. A widower. Raising a child alone. Mother, don't start. I just think it's time for you to settle down. And if your father were still alive, I'm sure he'd say the same thing.
1: Now, Andy... There's a this, big, big specific acting. This is, a, really the biggest, is. this is the biggest specific acting episode I've ever seen. And uh, can you guess what my review is of, of this? Uh? Which part? Because there is specific acting coming not only from gentleman command officer, lieutenant no-name, yeah. but also from Loxana Troy.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Um, I oh. think you're going to give uh, the background actor... Uh, out of 10. I think you're going to give him a a
0: 3 out of 10. That sounds about right.
1: And then uh, Loxana Troy, I know your specific school of acting really is meant for those who are uncredited or possibly have an under 5. Generally speaking. But I think we can make an exception for guest stars. (laughs) (laughs) And her (laughs) pantomiming migraine like yeah. Action is. I gotta say, it's just like. <laughs> dial it down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's a. Uh, who directed. The, oh, yeah. Les Landau. So he's a pro. Oh, Les
1: Landau. I thought it was Patrick Stewart. Deck eight. He oh. did schisms. No, that's schisms. Thank uh, you. But schisms.
5: you'll do exactly what you want. Just like all. Having
0: always. a telepathic Father, thing. It. He looked this at the guy, wrong person. He looked at the wrong person he did he absolutely did he looked at her too strongly for mother stop it he, he's just like he this is have, my moment he also
1: should have just looked at Troy Deanna absolutely she's the one that spoke uh, it's wild
0: I don't know sometimes you get nervous if you have nothing to do and you have one big thing are
9: you coming it is.
0: <laughs> she's really there's a lot of in fairness, there's a tremendous amount of pressure on that actor having no lines. He has yeah. to play a full on comedic moment where he is standing between them, and then a, followed immediately by a full on dramatic moment where he doesn't it's not established how he feels or what his relationship is to either of them. Right. <laughs> so right. it's it's a it's definitely a high level of difficulty, but nonetheless he does not like, deliver.
1: I would have added the line for Marina Sirtis of something like Excuse me, Lieutenant. And then said the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to address him. Yes. And I then think that's, said, and then turned to her, Mother, stop it.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. That, I think uh, that for would the have, record. That would have helped him. Would have helped the scene. I mean, you just would have. I, w- I would have had her leave the 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 elevator on her own. And have yes. And Deanna then had the, trail then had ahead and then turn back and the doors have closed and he's out of it by then. Yeah. But the. Uh, Uh, I just want to make something clear because I hammer a lot of the, uh, the smaller uh, players on uh, the show. Uh, I have been that smaller player. I have blown more than my share of tiny parts, which is why I believe I'm a little bit of a, of a connoisseur of it because I can note when it's happening, but I in no way way mean to, uh, to point a finger. Those are very high pressure positions, even though you're, you're actually in the background.
1: (laughs) look I I, th- I hope that when we are doing it we're, we're also trying to give good advice <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> just ways it could have been handled a little bit better but like I mean we've all had you know I, I, having like the last three years of just being I mean three I mean I'm pretty much through season five so like five six seven eight so four years of being on set on Goldberg's yeah uh, there were times when I Had them move a background person out of the shot, or told the AD to tell the background person to do this instead of that. Yeah, (laughs) I'm there to help. Right. I I want everyone to be good on their in their in their roles. Even if it's a guy in the background. It's a very
0: specific set of intuitive skills, more than. Even straight acting skills, where you have to kind of sense, all right, this is what the shot is. I have to deliver what they're asking of me without being obtrusive in any way. Right. And that's very specific. That's why I call it the Andrews Go to School specific acting. Specific acting. Everybody, please sign up for these (laughs)
1: classes. Classes are filling up fast. They really are, and I think that this this year is the year that we all make the change and start taking some of Andy's newly provided Zoom classes.
0: <laughs> they're they're mostly empty, so uh, grab your slots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, where did
10: your uh, had your big? There it is. You may know Andy Secunda from such specific <laughs> acting roles as a reporter from the Other Guys movie. Volunteer for dogs' care man from the non-British office TV show, or Ken from Curb Your the
0: Membership <laughs> Asa, You could also <laughs> become a, a classic
10: character actor, such as bank manager, Lexus guy,
0: burglar number two,
10: curious man on train, Hang boss, on. Q-card
0: oh. guy, priest, That's or a processor. Funny it's the bank manager. That they Let cut me say Steve Basil on cut it is Q-card guy. Yeah
1: from um, the comedians the comedians oh, damn yeah. it why did you let me finish the sentence oh I'm sorry I didn't know you were trying to guess it. I was trying to guess and
0: uh, what was the one that I was going to ask you about I was a weird cute card guy that kept engaging people in conversations that's funny it's a funny part it is a funny part
1: uh, was also you, I think that's Billy Crystal's experience you were working experience. on
0: that you were working on that during season three of goldberg's right uh yeah in between i I, in between seasons i i spent i didn't take a break i'm making up for it now
1: (laughs) 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 hollywood's taking a break from you andy
0: they'll be back (laughs) who's to say is it is it mutual is it one of us
1: (laughs) i literally (laughs) had the conversation today with my manager where he's like uh He's like, so He's like, so. what are you doing? <laughs> That's so funny. And I'm just like, what do you mean? <laughs> so what are you doing?
0: This is the person, A- a.k.a. folks, who's supposed to be helping him get work. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: So he's like, <laughs> no, he's like, I'm like, I was like, you're calling me because I just, CAA just contacted you because of this other show that I'm working on uh-huh. developing yeah. with big name person right and you're asking me what I'm doing right <laughs> like I'm developing a couple of shows right and waiting to direct a couple of episodes of another show yeah and uh, what do you mean <laughs> he's like well he's like do you want to go back into a room I was like Uh right now no
0: (laughs) right well (laughs) this is the thing
1: yeah and i would just well i said to him i was like i don't want to i I said i do not want to be in a room where i'm one of 18 people right that is making a contribution
0: unthanked and unheard contributions to the thing i just i don't think i can do that anymore i mean you know, I don't know that I'm I'm that far. I think if it was a really cool show, I'd be totally open to uh, to being one of eighteen people again. But the uh, but I am resistant to going into a basic room, and uh, and it does. Uh, what's funny is I was talking to uh, to my accountant, and uh, and I was like, "Is it better if I buy or I lease?" Because theoretically, if you're if you're making a decent salary, TV salary, then you should lease your car. Um but if you're not you should buy because you don't know. Mm-hmm. And uh so she was like, "So what does it uh look like uh for uh, 2022?" And I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> it's show business. <laughs> I can't make these kinds of decisions. <laughs> How do I know? <laughs> Will I be destitute?" Will I be sitting on top of the world? Who knows.
1: Well, you folks can can have a hand in that. Head over to patreon.com. <laughs> what a <laughs> what a pathetic display of an
0: advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> we do enjoy
1: this job more than those jobs. We
0: can tell oh you that God. much.
1: <laughs> oh yes. That is very very true. I'll tell you right now, I'm in my I'm in my office surrounded by guitars, barely an inch to move. Surrounded by guitars, but like just in my very comfortable office chair, a couple of screens in front of me, my good pal Andy on a Zoom, and we're talking about Star Trek. I mean, there's not much you could do that's better. I'm very comfortable. Neither of us had to drive anywhere. It's true. I mean, the future of podcasting is here, everybody. I
0: did ask him, uh, it hadn't struck me in a while, before the show started, hey, have you hit the point... Where now? Because he was saying he had a hectic day, and then he had to watch Star Trek, and I was like, "So when you settle down at this point to watch Star Trek, us having to watch, you know, <laughs> we were bordering on whatever it is, eight hours a month, and we're <laughs> we're uh, talking about it for twelve, um, is it is it a, is it a burden at this point?" And uh, no, he said no.
1: I'll tell you, the only thing that does feel like a burden is is the two
0: episodes of Discovery. But you enjoyed the last two also.
1: No, no, but I mean like just that, the, to do that block as one episode, right. Which is, which was selfishly us just trying, we wanted to get through the second season faster. Right.
0: I also, I appreciate watching two at a time because it is serialized. So I'm always like, what's next? And I want to watch it.
1: Yeah. And it is, it's much easier to like put it off. Yeah. Like meaning like, when you do when you watch two it's like okay thank you, <laughs> you <had your> bill. <laughs> i'm like I'll, I'll i'll revisit you soon anyway what it's
0: gonna be when we get to strange new world we'll, we'll want to watch more who knows and if you guys will want to hear more anyway let us continue. oh i okay, oh, sorry yes back to no. tng now the other thing i was gonna ask but we don't really have to worry about it now is <laughs> i feel like picard should go in the patreon and not, I agree. I don't think we should inflict I it in the main, I agree. The main feed because everybody what, really wants DS Nine.
1: Because of what uh, happened last year,
0: <laughs> a lot of angry mail. <laughs> you know, we'll put it somewhere
1: else, and everyone can continue with the. I mean, theoretically, by then, the end of season seven and the beginning of season one of DS Nine. Yeah. Here we go, everybody, back to Troy. Loxana's having some, some headaches. Precious. To-
5: you're
0: all I've got. Because oh, of your sister that died. Whoops.
5: To you, I don't know what I do.
9: Nothing's going to happen to me. Mm, you're on
1: the flagship of the Federation, <laughs> often involved in dangerous <laughs> My first things. appointment
9: isn't for a few. A minutes. lot of things Why? have
1: happened to you uh, personally, also. <laughs> also, like, you know, your dad was in Starfleet and he died in Starfleet.
0: <laughs> do you have. Like you don't have a leg to stand on here. For the we'll therapist, for, for the counselor of the ship, you have like 90% more trauma than almost any other crew member. A while. <laughs> just last week I was stabbed by Data. What? <laughs> I'm fine. I, I'm just It was a very, very shallow
5: stab. Don't worry, Mom. It's making me emotional. Are you sure? Hmm. Go on. I'll see you later. Come hmm.
9: on.
1: I mean, I don't know what to do with the headache thing. The
0: migraine is uh, it's a it's lot. too much. Yeah. But
1: maybe, you know what, doesn't help it? Maybe it's yeah. not all the performance. Maybe it's the dark musical stings. It's a lot of dark musical <laughs> the, stings in this episode. That are happening. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so Karen decides to, uh, the Karen named Ma- Maqueez. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Maqueez? Maqueez. In fairness,
0: to that's that's probably more alien than the other ones. The, the other alien names are usually here. Oh, They're yeah. usually sort of, sort of dumb versions of what we would assume an alien name would be. This is hard to say.
9: Confused. It wasn't
1: your fault. Please. Also, why do they have names if they don't speak?
0: Oh, good point. My name My is Ed- Makes Face... <laughs> my name is zoom these, in tracking shot in on yeah, face these uh, several images thank
8: you. not in everything she has um, an image
0: of I wonder of if this guy was cast for his pompadour hair
8: in her mind
0: above you, you no, are no, even more question. beautiful I don't think so Oh, well, maybe
8: the way my people communicate it is direct nothing is hidden yes your mother is the first to learn our telepathy
9: you mean you've never had telepathy with someone who wasn't Karen
8: no to communicate with her is very different in what way um, always there is a part of her that um, a part of her that is dark dark um, a part of her that um, cannot be seen do you understand
9: I'm not sure. Have you asked my mother about this? Um.
8: She called it
0: uh, a moment. Um. Really leaning on this
8: privacy. Of course.
9: You said among the cairn, nothing is hidden. We value honesty, but we don't always share everything we're thinking and
1: feeling.
0: Ah. Huh. That's why she's experiencing eternal pain. Privacy? Well, I mean, look, I I think
1: it's a good explanation.
0: Yeah, it was, this was a this was a well-written miscommunication.
1: Um and uh as far as the scenes go in the episode, uh, I liked that one.
0: Yeah, I agree. And you know, I um I also like look, the end the 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 third the
1: fifth actor Sixth act of this episode uh, hit me pretty hard. Oh, you know, now that I'm a dad, You're
0: a parent, I see.
1: Yes, now that I'm a parent, the 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 just the emotional weight of what that because I was telling Andy earlier that Henry lost a tooth on the playground. I talked about this on Excellent Adventure, but like I was trying to catch him. Uh-huh. And, like, I think that I failed at catching him, and then he lost his tooth, and I felt so horrible about my failure as a parent. Right. Well, it was your fault. Uh, That's what it feels like to me, but others claim it wasn't. (laughs) Dory has yet to come down on either side. Um, (laughs) Very suspiciously. She was there. But whatever. Uh, I, uh... So like that that guilt that I have that I'm now that I now carry around, and like every time he smiles, I see the missing tooth that I feel I still I feel a little bad. Uh sure, in like three and a half years when his adult teeth start coming in. Okay, great. Right. <laughs> but like the idea of like this guilt that she feels for uh, the blaming of herself for the accidental drowning of her daughter. Yeah. I mean, that that that's like an immense pain that she must, like that, to me, I felt like those stakes for her blocking off that part of her life, I thought that in and of itself is a sort of a very selfish way to think about it or treat it. But like, I get the guilt. What
0: do you mean? It's like Why the it's guilt selfish?
1: because you're just, you're ignoring the existence of this person you loved, you know? instead of reconciling with the fact that it was, you know, what she does at the end of the episode with Deanna, she has completely blocked out her daughter.
0: Oh, I see. Of seven well, years.
1: Just so so Just so it would be easier on her. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I that's see. That's selfish.
0: Interesting. Interesting.
1: Because, like, you got to assume, like, her husband was around...
0: She died when Deanna was, like, seven or something like that. One has to assume that if humans had the manual ability to remove painful well, that's incidents, it's that a, they, uh, eternal spotless, sunshine of the spotless mind. mind. Yeah, yeah. That they would. I mean, I think humans basically do it, you know, uh, subconsciously anyway. Um, yeah, but also it's a,
1: it's a thing where, like, you know, you don't really get to grow or become the person that you are without all of the experience, you know. For sure, okay. for sure. What it's I assume than... is the plot of Eternal Sunshine. I've never watched it, but...
0: Oh, it's really good. I assume
1: Quite... he erases things and then doesn't like what he becomes. He changes and he wants the memories back.
0: Also, co-starring Kristen Dunst.
1: Boom! Full circle, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that, that part of the episode uh, played well for me. Yeah, But the way we get there so close to the last episode is pretty wild. Uh, what do you think of the scene where she comes in mad at uh, Mr. Riker?
0: It seems like a weird... I guess she's she's now mad because all of her emotions are coming to the surface. But it just- doesn't seem directly related to the stuff with the daughter. I'm so. sensing
9: some very erratic emotions from her. Even the clothes she's wearing are unusual. They're so subdued
0: if
7: you just need to sit and talk with her for a minute.
5: Commander, take your hands off her. Mrs. Troy. Don't you, Mrs. Troy, me. Mother. Why don't you leave her alone? If it weren't for you, she'd be married by now. That's enough. Now I am warning you. Stay away from my daughter. You're coming with me. No.
0: It's probably also the subtext is it's like a dementia episode. I guess it's more about trauma than it is, but her, her behavior is sort of so erratic that it seems more mm. dementia-y.
1: Uh yeah, that's interesting. The uh, what was I gonna say? The they never do they they don't ever. I wonder if they ever did make it to Beta Z for the for the Beta wedding of Troy and Riker post Nemesis. You know what I mean? Nemesis, like part of the plot of Nemesis was they were hated. They were heading to Beta Zed uh-huh to have that the naked Beta Z wedding. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and then they get distracted by, by this, the, the 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 whatever the fuck signal of B4. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, they go through all this stuff. And then I wonder, my thought was like, is the wedding still on? <laughs> <laughs> is that wedding? And like, does Luxana finally like, is Luxana finally like happy? Yeah, she's she
0: happy. It's a good point. Yeah. You know, because she's not How at the long earth did wedding in live? Uh, alive, I don't right? know,
1: but, but, but. Major Barrett was still alive when they yeah, shot yeah, it, so, you know. She so she, really I, so, theoretically, yeah. the character would have been alive too. Yeah. Um. Anyway.
5: Oh, I don't know what got into me. Oh. Please tell Will how sorry I am.
4: You're fine, mm. but your psilocinine levels are a little low. So what? Hmm? It's a neurotransmitter involved in telepathy. Oh. It's been depleted by your work with the Cairn. You're going to have to try to avoid telepathic communication for a while.
5: I can't. Why? Oh, we only have three days left, and, uh, oh, the Cairn have so much to learn. Waxana,
4: I'm sorry, but you're going to have to take some time and rest. Maybe I can help with the Cairn. Mm.
5: No, you're only half Betazoid, dear. And you have no experience with their form of telepathy. Then I won't use telepathy. We'll work verbally. I suppose we could do that. And if they don't understand something, I'll explain it to them telepathically. No, you'll work
9: verbally too. The point is for you to get some rest, Mother. Besides, it'll do them good to have to figure things out with words.
1: Oh, this is a a fun quote from Jerry Taylor. There was a great reluctance to do this episode in Phantasms back-to-back. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but it was in one of those predicaments where we didn't have anything else ready to go. Dark Page had been around for a long, long time and had undergone many permutations. Hilary Bader had pitched this story and it just never seemed to work. It started as a Dr. Crusher story and then went through every possible combination of people on the Enterprise. It wasn't until we hit upon Troy and Mrs. Troy that it really seemed to work. And when it was a long Did time it? before <laughs> we could figure out what the secret was that was hurting Mrs. Troy... Uh interesting.
0: I do like the um the technical decision to have the Karen's voices kind of almost seem like they're talking to you through a tunnel. Like it's almost it is almost oh, coming like from the their brains.
1: Vocal harmonizer they have going on. Yeah, I like that. Renee Esheveria, who gave an uncredited polish to the episode's script noted the difficulty in finding a dark enough secret that after seven years wouldn't portray Loxana too unsympathetically.
0: I did when he said her brain is dark (laughs) and I had already had my sociopath thing I was like she's a murderer. (laughs) I suppose you're right.
9: This is the ship's arboretum. Arbor means tree. Very good, Hedro.
3: This is I'm where people
1: be an come interview to with lots, a vampire
9: enjoy themselves in a natural setting.
1: Or was already in it. I don't know.
9: <laughs> Flowers Question. of all hue. And without thorn the rose. Now, I'm curious. I'm pretty it's
0: sure. It's an that old was earth that,
9: poem by John Milton.
1: This this is like a wild thing for her to jump into with the people who haven't had the spoken language for very long. <laughs> it's true. She jumps into a poem about Rose's from John Milton, <laughs> and then really conceptually, you're like, oh, well, he often you know heaven and hell uh forget it, <laughs> <laughs> just it's like a wild thing it's a I don't know, I don't know what she's trying to get at here Is she trying to woo him with with poetry?
0: I don't know, she's throwing Please. everything at the wall, yeah, this Please. was before, this was before, so I think it was probably this was instrumental in her getting interviewed with the vampire had to be. Yeah.
1: You see how she handled the big brain?
0: Yeah. Uh, that, that girl can handle a big brain. Probably, probably she probably could definitely of, handle probably, a vampire. Probably a lot of blood in that big brain. Yeah. <laughs> Poetry so you is... Think, you, think you think they thought that that was her actual brain? Look, look yeah. at how smart she must be.
1: No, no. They're like, oh, there's so much blood that she can deal with the blood, the vampire bloods. We're good.
0: It doesn't make any sense. <laughs>
1: You know how vampires like blood so much? Uh, why would you
0: need blood in your own brain? Uh,
1: yeah, it's not your own brain, but she's like, acting, and she has a lot of blood <laughs> around her, so she's good.
9: An art form that uses words put together in new and unexpected ways, sometimes in rhyme. Milton was speculating that in heaven, roses wouldn't have thorns.
3: Heaven.
9: Oh. Oh, um, heaven is well it's um how can i put it
8: yes i see thank you
9: Evan. mother you're supposed to be avoiding telepathy
5: i'm only trying to help dear you don't look well i'm just tired maybe i'll sit down
9: don't worry she'll be fine this is something I think you'll find interesting. As
1: long as no one falls in the Roland water.
9: III. The plant secretes <laughs> a resin which is collected within the blossom. By the time the bloom has faded, the resin has hardened into a rare and beautiful gem.
1: <laughs> does her own stunts? I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Look at how delighted
0: she is.
9: Mother! Mother! Try to sick bay medical emergency in the operetum
0: again i never seen a
1: child actor do their own stunts right?
4: <laughs> she's not responding to cortical stimulation It'd Be funny if when Enough. they
0: when they cut to her falling in the water it was like a full grown adult in a wig <laughs> 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 or like a, a horse jockey <laughs>
1: Oh no, the water. God, <laughs> you guys have to say anything.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just trying to right, trying Jimmy. to play it real. Jimmy, you know? just just okay. straighten your wig. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You sure you don't
1: want me to shave for this one? <laughs> I was trying to
0: play it
3: real. Okay.
1: ...communicated <laughs> uh, <laughs>
9: telepathically just before she fell.
7: Might there be some side effects of candelabra? I
1: don't know why. <laughs> the idea of a jockey being a stunt double for a child is very funny, and then his voice is very funny, and he's saying dumb things. I We're unaware. That's why we keep doing the show,
7: everybody.
4: It's a possibility.
7: I think it's time that you
0: and I had a talk with Makeweez. Make Make-weez. Make-weez. Makeweez. Uh We might have skipped over it in that scene, but I think wherever it is, it might have been later, they're like, well, we should, you know what, I'll try and talk to my mother or whatever, and Beverly's like, I feel like I can fix it. She is anxious to fucking get her scalpel out. On <laughs> Let me cut her open. Let me see what's inside. Uh, I like this, uh,
1: this 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 scene I like because this is the pivot moment where you take the person in the show that you think is the bad person and, and, and you see that, oh my God, they're actually
0: not the bad person. You and, are selling uh, me on this episode I didn't enjoy that much. <laughs>
8: <laughs> I can't
0: disagree with anything I'm you're afraid. saying. I'm
7: apologetic for what has happened to your mother. Aquis, is it possible that your telepathic communications with Mrs. Troy harmed her in some way?
8: No. I tried to, um, to explain before. Bad thoughts, they hurt her.
9: What thoughts? Take Killing. your
8: time. Inside her, the
1: she tra- traveled back in time and actually is Jack the Ripper. <laughs> Dark place.
9: I don't understand. Um,
8: um, she is um what are the words? I don't have the words.
1: <laughs> this,
3: Have you this ever part, seen
1: You're kinda like, oh, this is bold for this bad guy to be bad so bad
0: in front of Picard. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah. This guy's really Devonani rolling it up. Um did you uh did you ever see uh Space Raiders? <laughs> it's a terrible Star Wars knockoff, maybe a Battlestar Galactica knockoff. Maybe even a
8: Secundus <laughs> claimed a <of> Fame. <laughs> Come to think of it, I think... (laughs)
0: Let me see. I think the guy in Space Raiders that I'm thinking of even kind of looks like Mayquiz. This is exactly
1: the type of thing that this segment was designed for. This (laughs) fucking weird thing from the 70s that only Andy watched
0: repeatedly as a kid. That guy also had kind of a... uh, uh, He had an all-exposed brain. Um, But... (laughs) I think it might have been a Roger Corman thing. Okay, Ooh, the, the ship even kind of looks almost like an Enterprise knockoff, and it's just a terrible, you know, rogues in space kind of thing. But there's a there's a second in command who I think is supposed to be kind of a Spock knockoff. That's uh, an alien, and he's got to come look on, at Andy. The, it's a Spock off. To Spock off. Uh, tune into our Spock off and Spocktober, <laughs> um, who's uh, who has telepathic abilities. And every time he would read someone's mind or try and control them, whatever, they would do exactly this shot that they're doing. Where they would track in on him, and he would make an a raised eyebrow look toward the camera, <laughs> and, and they do the same thing every time they 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 do this thing with with the uh, or anybody else.
9: All right, I'm fine. He was just trying to communicate
0: with me telepathically.
8: Do you understand now?
0: I'm not sure. That's the same thing she said before.
9: He communicated so much to me that.
1: This block egg with Patrick Stewart was so weird to me. <laughs>
0: First, and sitting and looking right at her. <laughs> yeah, just like oh, yeah. also like the way he has his, is arm. his arm is floating but he's it's, got his it's above the he's tinting uh, his fingers. It's above
1: the chair. You know, he's resting yeah. comfortably on the chair, but also like yes, it's a lot of weird, I don't know. Unable
9: to sort any of it out. I think so. During his telepathic contact <laughs> with my weird. mother. I wonder it if it doesn't turn. No, they what must if, turn, right?
1: What if I stood like this? Uh, if I sit here, makes me kind of casual, you know, uh, engaging also, casually in a We don't have to get my coverage from both sides. I could just turn my head, see? It
9: <laughs> was a dark place. He tried to tell me about it before in my office, and I misunderstood. I thought he was talking about thoughts my mother was keeping private. But what he meant was that there was something happening in her metaconscious mind. Metaconscious? It's part of the Betazoid psyche. It's a kind of...
1: You should know this. You're the doctor on board the Enterprise.
9: (laughs) ...filtering (laughs) mechanism that protects us from psychic trauma.
7: Is Maquie suggesting that your mother's metaconscious has been somehow damaged?
9: He feels that whatever is wrong with her is centered there. If he's right, it may mean that she suffered some kind of trauma that her
4: metaconscious just can't tolerate. Has your mother mentioned anything that happened to her lately? Something that might have been traumatic for her? No. Nothing. Maquis could be wrong about this. There's still a chance that a subneural scan might be able to pinpoint a physiological cause for your mother's condition. Let me get my hands that I on her. Be able to treat. The results won't be in until morning.
1: It, I find it so crazy that anything on the Enterprise, especially a medical scan would not be ready till the morning. It is funny. That's we had to send it out to the lab, so... Uh... <laughs> On deck seven. But, you know, <laughs> that turbo lift is very wonky.
4: Maybe we should all try and get some rest. I'd like to stay here with her.
0: And this is very sweet that she stays. Oh, wait, with... go... I think it's in that moment. Right after that, there's a weird Something thing with I Picard looking at Beverly. She nods yes to Picard, the then Picard nods yes. And he looks like a child being coached. I think it's get here. Some
4: rest.
9: I'd like to stay here with her. I'm going to try and contact her
4: telepathically.
1: Huh?
4: huh. All right.
1: <laughs> can
4: can she do that?
0: Beverly? <laughs> it does look like Beverly, can she do that? <laughs> it's such a weird shot at Picard looking at Beverly. Can, is, that, is that okay? <laughs> do you think? Is that a thing she can do?
9: <laughs> Back to me. Please.
5: Help me. Mother? Help me.
9: How? How can I help you?
0: Tell Should me, I go mother. fly in the clouds like in that other episode. <laughs> we. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
9: what are you doing?
1: <laughs> Nothing. I'm not the bad guy. I, I swear to God, this week I'm not the bad guy. Oh.
0: I know I look what creepy like the others, but I promise. I know I snuck into the dark of sick bay
1: when I probably could have just done it from outside in the hallway with my big I was brain. Looking for ten forward. I'm sorry. What is the word? I, Food. I'm waiting on results. I had a medical scan two days ago.
8: It was. She was. You, Diana. Maybe you. Yes.
0: You must... Hey, his voice is getting normal.
8: How can I explain?
0: Tell me telepathically. They took the effect off of it. (laughs) See? The shot. (laughs) With the
1: sound, too. That's That's the telepathy sound, everyone.
0: it to Marina Sirtis. Whenever she's required to do something like that, she doesn't make a big goofy face. She just, you know, she seems like she's concentrating and that's it. Everybody else yeah. is like, what?
1: Well, that's what, uh, remember Patrick, not Patrick Stewart, uh, Frakes, remember Frakes said that, I don't know if he said it on our show, or if it was another conversation or something, but remember he said that when he was in the edit bay and they needed to make a cut, they would always, he would be like, Go to marina like she's going to be doing something in the scene that is going to be usable right and reacting and in the scene and we can always cut to her right she's a good she's, listener she's a she's a good actress yeah
9: make believes my mother's psyche has collapsed in on itself
7: like an that for some
9: reason she has retreated into her metaconscious mind
7: was he trying to contact her telepathically
9: yes he was able to access images being generated by her metaconscious, but he couldn't make any sense of them.
7: I did not understand.
4: He saw faces he didn't recognize, events he couldn't interpret. If we could decipher these images. A printer
1: that wouldn't work?
4: We might be able to determine whether or not your mother's condition was induced by a traumatic event. Makwas feels he can provide a
9: telepathic bridge that would allow me to access my mother's metaconscious. If he can, I might be able to find out what happened to her.
7: And if you succeed, can you use that information to help your mother?
9: I'm not sure. But I do know that there's a part of her that wants to be helped. When I tried to contact her telepathically, I heard a voice calling out to me.
7: If your mother's psyche has collapsed in on itself, could accessing her mind pose any danger to you?
9: There's no way to know. I'd like to try. (laughs)
0: Looks at Beverly again. (laughs) Beverly? Can can she do (laughs) that? And then he he nods at her. He nods at her like he made the decision. He looks at Beverly. Beverly goes yes, and then he's like yes.
1: Ultimately, it's his prerogative to allow it.
0: Doesn't Beverly sort of supersede him in certain situations that are medical?
1: Well, this is not a a medical situation with the crew member. This Mm -hmm. is a crew member putting themselves in danger. Now, does Picard ultimately get to say whether or not she can do it? I don't know, because theoretically they could just beam down to a planet and do it off the ship. (laughs) But, you know, whatever. Maybe Beverly secretly is
0: the captain. (laughs) Every decision is just a series of (laughs) nods between her and him. (laughs)
8: Your mother, part of her is very frightened. She may resist you.
9: I understand.
0: Deanna, if it doesn't work, just don't worry, because I have this thing I've been wanting to try out called a living autopsy. (laughs) Beverly, no. (laughs) All right, we'll see. We'll see how it goes.
1: You did that already. Remember you tried the autopsy on the guy that was alive?
0: (laughs) But that guy was actually alive. (laughs) Telepathy sound. Telepathy sound. Tracking shots. Tracking shots.
1: And then well and then it's pretty wild too, to end up in the situation where we're tr- where we've we're right now essentially entered someone's dream, right? So it's like yeah. literally the same thing as the previous week. Same
0: shots, same wide angle, tracking shots following the person walking down the corridors. Uh, but Jordy's not there, which is a bummer. It would be great if Jordy was there doing the same things he did in Data Stream.
7: Yeah. Doctor Crusher has become concerned that your paracortical readings have become erratic.
9: Are you talking to me from sickbay?
7: Yes. I want you to sever your connection to your mother.
0: Why I would you say this did influence it. Chris Nolan. I'm, and I'm sure that he's a Star Trek fan. You you poo pooed it last week, and I believe it's it's somebody entering your dream. I think he uh, he definitely saw the episode. <laughs> Guy's a nerd. Come on, Andy. You saw Interstellar. Somebody agreed with me, by the way. And I, didn't see
1: it. I didn't see Interstellar. I didn't, you didn't see, see Interstellar? I would think I it would see, be right up your alley. It's like realistic spacecraft. I didn't, like see, inter- space didn't see
0: Interstellar or Inception. Uh, uh, but inter- Inception I was not on board with originally, and I but just I'm watched it again recently. And I really
1: enjoyed it. This episode influenced Dunkirk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, why didn't you see that Interstellar? Com-
1: I had no interest. Are you not? I don't even know what that movie. Is. I don't. What is the who is in that movie?
0: Matthew McConaughey. It's like a. It's like a future sort of dystopian kind of hard there, science there you fiction.
1: Go. You nailed it right there. Dystopian. There you go.
0: Yeah, but it's hard science fiction space stuff with like realistic wormholes and whatnot.
1: Is it not clear to you that I'm 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 a big fan of soft science fiction?
0: <laughs> I don't know. You're hard to, it's hard to tell sometimes. Ansela.
9: You're not Captain Picard Leave me alone
1: Please Oh now I think you're Captain Picard (laughs) (laughs) Good impression Captain Picard (gasps) By the way this this wolf dog Does not at all really look that menacing No (laughs) Looks like he's just having a great time Running through the corridors of the ship Treats 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 (laughs) Street, <laughs> street, treats. I wish Tricken! I could have
0: a wolf. I wish I could own a wolf that really looks like a wolf. Uh, I uh, then another scene I liked right here. Uh, this this this
1: meeting her father or this version of her father the the version of her father that her mother remembers
0: the non Russian version of her father.
1: Yes. <laughs> Look at you. You've become a beautiful woman. I wish they had made him British, though.
0: Given her, given him some accent, yeah, so that just it so explained it, something, yeah. yeah. Which would have been an easy choice. Don't do this. I remember of being in an, in interviews, being irritated by this. She thought she was doing an accent. I thought, I think, because they told her to. Yeah, and then.
1: And then Major Barrett showed up and just was
0: like... And she's like, oh, I guess it was my father. And then she's our father's like, I guess it was nobody. <laughs> I guess I just have a weird accent that is never explained now. <laughs> I had
8: to go away when you were so little. Oh, I didn't want about, to. Hey,
0: uh... Hey, um... Uniform Maven. What's yeah. the, uh... What's the aren't sesh?
1: That is, uh... I don't think I've sciences? seen that one before. That's Sulu. Sulu and, um... Sulu and Chekhov wear that color. Huh? What, are, what You know, because they flipped the division colors at some point. That is the... They're not Command? That's Command Gold, I believe. Oh. I captains, wait. Captains get white.
0: Oh, I see. Gotcha.
1: Which is why Spock and Kirk have white and McCoy's is uh, blue. Gotcha.
9: You're not my father. You're part of my mother's mind What is this place?
0: This is our house near Lake Elnar
8: On Beta Zed We used to live here Something Deanna Let's not waste this chance I want to hear everything about you
9: Did I live here?
8: For a while when you were a baby You were such a beautiful baby Your mother and I loved you so much.
9: I don't remember these toys.
8: I bet you don't remember me singing you to sleep at night either, but I did. I do remember.
9: I always felt safe when you sang to me.
8: There was one song you always asked me to sing. You couldn't fall asleep unless you heard it. Down in the valley? Yes. Down in the
1: valley. Uh, sweet song. Good on this actor for being able to just stand here and sing a
3: song
1: <laughs> three feet <Yeah, meters>. that's somebody. <laughs> that's a high level of difficulty, this scene.
0: And he does it. You're right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wasn't in, me- interested by any of this. From finding something. I don't mind I mean obviously I loved wanna... Inception I don't mind that going into the dreams and then you're fighting the sort of protections of the uh, subconscious it just the way it was handled none of it interested me I think it's very like you know I think it's
1: all I think this is very sweet and then like especially when she's like goodbye daddy and she leaves and I don't know where you know it? it's, uh, it's,
0: it's, it's interesting it's, it hit, hit us in different levels hit me in the dads yeah. we'll never have this chance again Henry. (laughs) Great performance, certainly. Goodbye, Daddy. Certus. I agree. (laughs) Just kind of moping out in the hallway now. (laughs) The pipes behind the walls. Something going on with the plumbing.
1: I like how everywhere is supposed to be somewhere on beta Z, but it's all
0: uh, It's true, yeah.
1: It's all the enterprise.
9: I wanted to talk to you about something. You know that Waxan is sick, don't you?
4: Yes. Is it my fault?
9: No. Probably. Not at all. But I believe that she's been thinking about you. Do you know why?
0: Because I have a bright career I in front of me.
9: Why do you say that?
4: Because
9: it's true. Do you have any idea why Hedrill would make my mother sad? No. Well, thank you for coming to talk to us. I'll see you later, all right?
4: Counselor, I hope your mother gets better.
9: Thank you, Hedrill. So do I.
1: This scene is... Data's placement in this scene is, like, very strange to me.
4: I just don't understand Like how what is, is he here
1: for this.
4: And I haven't found A physiological cause For what's To your mother it. Which makes me Talk about An irritating right. like you said your mother's condition
7: Sitting in the makeup chair a For all that time
0: event. Could this event
7: I hope they Schedule
1: this all The same day His stuff But they probably didn't have involved Hedrill
0: I don't
9: think so My mother never mentioned her Does your mother Keep personal logs Or a journal Yes she does I'll contact Mr. Holm on Beta Z and ask him to transmit a copy as soon as possible. There may be some clues there.
5: Perhaps we
8: are being too literal. I have recently learned in my study of dream analysis that people
0: who appear in a dream can sometimes represent different aspects.
1: Okay, he's there to put a pin on, to like put a bow on the fact that like to underline it,
0: which I respect. I mean, if they're gonna fucking do it, it does. It is does like make sense to have him He's go. like,
1: We have
0: to fucking acknowledge this We did just somehow. do this. Just we, saying, we're aware of it. <laughs> we just
1: we have to pretend that we feel guilty about it.
7: Respects of the person who was dreaming.
9: That's right. A child might represent vulnerability. Hedron may depict some fragile part of my mother.
7: About that she's protecting.
0: Kirsten Dunst is also con- makes a perfect village of the damned. Kind of kid. That's why she was so uh, like right for *Interview <laughs> the Vampire* because she's just this like bright blue eyed kind of like you know angelic looking child, but that seems like it has she has some level of menace behind there. Uh,
1: and you know the way she uh, leaves Peter Parker, it's just
0: it's too much. True, yeah.
7: Doctor Crusher. Feels that your mother's condition is worsening. Her neural foundations are getting weaker.
0: She wants to perform a living autopsy. Did you had the luck here.
9: No, nothing. I've gone through all her belongings. I've read her journal for the last five years.
0: Incredibly
7: intrusive. And memory. other
9: than the fact that I'm not married yet, nothing bad seems to have happened to her. Is this your father? Yes
7: think so he had a kind face
9: i remember when he died my mother had to go through all his things and pack them away i was seven i remember thinking how mad he'd be when he came home and saw what she'd done i didn't understand he wasn't coming back
7: Diana, your mother might still come out of this
9: If we can't figure out what's wrong with her captain, I don't think she will.
0: I do gotta hand it to her. This is a fucking great piece of acting. And it's a pretty well-written scene. It's a nice little detail. I've talked with Mr.
9: Hom, who's known her for years. Diana's passed. I've checked her medical records. I've made inquiries to the government on Beta Zed.
1: I think if this episode came in the middle of season five, I'd feel very differently about it. I agree with
0: you. Uh, Here's a thought. Um... it's been established that Luxana is irritated when she and Deanna use their voices to communicate as opposed to with telepathy. So that makes me think that on beta Z, most people are communicating with telepathy. Um, That being said, do the beta zoids have communications equipment that allow them to communicate through telepathy?
1: Like a phone over, that works for telepathy. Yeah, like a it's,
0: communicator that works over telepathy I as don't opposed think to your they voices. They
1: need it because of the. Um,
0: they, have, they have a spoken language anyway. Yeah. It just seems like they're annoyed when they have to speak. No, it seems Other like the one
1: person is annoyed.
0: Oh, you don't think she's representative? No.
1: Oh. I mean, remember how happy What's His Face was when he found Tin Man? Although, he was happy because it was finally quiet. But he was also like a super telepath. (laughs) Right. I don't know. Contacted her closest
9: friends. If she's been through some kind of psychic trauma...
1: It's wild that no one, none of her closest friends and Mr. Home don't bring this daughter up. (laughs) It's true. Now... Maybe there is like some sort of sworn to never talk about this daughter thing, but like she when... might
0: the, the daughter might predate Mister Holm.
1: Yeah, but like her closest friends, I mean, I don't know, well,
0: I don't know. It feels like she locked it away and never brought it up. But again, also,
1: so. Mister Holmes saved the photograph, so he oh, didn't oh, that's a really pre-date. good point.
0: He did know about it. Yeah. So why isn't he telling? Fucking exactly. That's real weird. Mister Holmes, a cagey bastard.
1: Mr. Holmes is a cagey bastard. He's a kg giant.
0: But there's just
9: no evidence of it.
7: You say that you've reviewed her journals for the past five years. Maybe we should go further back.
9: That's a lot to review. My mother's kept a journal since before she
7: was married. Let's start at the beginning.
0: <sighs> that seems inappropriate. I'll start reading,
1: set- or we could just give this to Data. <laughs> and he'll be done in a second. <laughs> it seems to be started
7: three zero six two zero point one.
9: That's the year they were married.
7: Ah, that's odd. It's
0: a lot of There's sexual detail in here.
9: It starts about a year after the wedding.
7: If I'm not mistaken, it ends a few months after your birth.
9: My mother's so diligent about her journal. Why would she have stopped making entries for so long?
7: She didn't. The files were deleted by your mother almost 30 years ago. I know this somehow.
9: I don't understand any of this. Captain, I have to go back inside my mother's
1: mind. Classic it's line. Only- I mean, it's <laughs> such a cliche. How do you deliver that? <laughs> <laughs> it's actually- uh Okay. Um they go. She goes back in to the mine, and then we wind up on the Beta Z Lake, but really it's the Arboretum for some reason.
0: My sister drowned in this very shallow pool in the Arboretum. Only takes two inches of water, pal. You got to watch these kids
1: like a hawk.
9: Why did you delete parts of your journal? Did something happen to you you don't want me to know about? Leave me alone. Please. Who's Hedro, mother? Why is she here? Is Hedro me when I was a little girl? No.
5: Oh, no. I'd never let anything
9: happen to you. Never. Did you let something happen to someone?
1: Uh I mean I don't know. So how did this 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 whole thing did play for you or did it a little bit or
0: how did you, you know, feel about it? I I would say given that um you know there's so much weight put on this hidden secret and what's it going to be and all that stuff. It does make sense what they were talking about in terms of having looked for it for so long and then they kind of found something that they feel like oh well this kind of works for for Luxana. Like when you find out what the tragedy was obviously it's like oh that That actually, it's very difficult in Star Trek to have a lot of pressure put on a thing and then have the reveal, you know, logically make sense. And this does. I mean, that definitely Mm -hmm. would be traumatic enough that it would justify um, her burying it to this degree. But um, I don't know. It just, it felt melodramatic. And maybe it was just Uh, the repetition of the cliches that we had just seen and... Uh, and maybe I felt like there wasn't enough done with if you're gonna do the dream stuff then like I I wanted some more inventive stuff it just wasn't grabbing me as that Mm -hmm. compelling
1: like what if she had a phone in her torso
0: then I would be see then I'm like okay well that's (laughs)
5: Oh, don't cry
0: Diana I also don't maybe just don't like Luxana as a character Honey, so yeah. Inherently detached. No, we'll
8: just a few look
0: at
1: Deanna's dad's uh, shirt I mean there's jazzy and there's jazzy that shirt is the latter It's the base the Betazoids are a, a
0: jazzy people stop what it happened
3: was. mother <laughs>
9: what happened next <laughs> I don't remember You have to. You can't hold it back. It's killing you.
5: Got away. The dog got away. She ran after him. We didn't notice. <laughs> Why? Why did I look away? Why wasn't I paying attention? Uh,
1: I mean, look, it's... its, it's it, 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 it tracks. I, I, there's something about the episode, though, that just isn't...
3: Hmm.
1: I don't know. It is tough to say. Yes, it is. Uh, it's it's better know, than it could have been.
0: You know, but there's it's not an as element of other things. There's an element of like, okay, this adds up with their telepathic abilities. There's something like with the Cairn that's kind of like not inherently organic to this story. Like I respect that they made them not the benevolent. I that's a nice sort of reverse on what they usually do but it's kind of like alright they sort of prod her into sort of facing this part of herself but I don't know it just doesn't feel like it's a real deep exploration in an interesting way it doesn't feel like they're extrapolating anything about telepathy or about delving into these sides of yourselves um, even the sort of area that they kind of like that that there is this Place in in betazoids that they can kind of just bury stuff consciously, is sort of interesting, um, but I don't know. They just don't doesn't feel like they do that much that's interesting with it.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, and but like it's emotionally
0: sound though. I agree with
1: yeah, you. and I think that like. I, I feel like this could have used one more beat. Uh, a little more with Troy and Loxana after the it has come to light.
0: Well, I'll say another thing. It's really slow in the journey to get to this scene. Yeah. And obviously this is the climax, so they were kind of saving it. But I think that's why it's like... I almost would have liked another level of danger that they were sort of fighting through because otherwise it's really just a lot of different variations of troy trying to to break down her mother subconsciously or in in real life unconsciously and just repeat it over and over again as opposed to there being another threat that's sort of hindering it like a possession or some shit like that Hmm.
9: i like that I just found out I had a sister I never knew. I'd like to learn what was good and joyous about her. To celebrate her life,
3: not mourn it.
9: How? How can I do that? Esther was here a few moments ago.
5: Talk to her. N- no.
9: Do it, Mother. Tell her how you feel. I'll be here with you. I'll help you.
0: (sighs) It's nice to see another side of Luxon, I guess.
5: Kestra. Oh, Kestra. My precious one.
1: It's weird that they they didn't get a girl that kind of looked like Kirsten Dunst. I can tell you this much
0: This little girl ain't no
1: star I'm so sorry you, you, Like we just go back and look And it was actually Scarlett Johansson <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Tell her me wrong Nah I looked her up This lady ain't gotten any credits after this <laughs> See kid You sucked Tough luck kid to some people pop and some people don't I know I know I have to go drown Jesus (laughs) that's a make believe kid
3: you thematically she says i want
0: to learn what was joyous about her to celebrate her life um which is interesting i guess i respect that and she says to not mourn her but isn't the way that luxana gets past this and the way that we all get past trauma is to basically sort of face it and not deny our mourning yes So it's interesting that Deanna almost seems to be saying like, I don't want to spend all the time on these negative feelings. I want to only fix, you know, focus on what was good about her. And it's like, Well, well, I
1: think that Deanna, you know, she's doing it her way. But I think that this, this, I think the darkness of it, she's dealt like that, the trauma of it. Was such a part of Loxana apparently for so many years, and like that. I feel like that the loss and the hurt I think was dealt with, right? But I think that Deanna's point is, you know, along the lines of like, no one's gone if you remember them,
0: right? Um. She was like erasing her memory.
1: Yeah, and I also like you know it, it works very well for the story in the sense of Deanna being also the ship's counselor. Uh,
0: uh, this, is, yeah, knowing this is one of few really the few times they really show her delving in and fixing someone. <laughs> yeah, this me- you know, frankly, her ability to go into people's psyches should have been part of her powers all along no you need my que- make wheeze there <laughs> can't do it without make wheeze I think that that would have been a good escalation of Spock's um, mind, mind meld is that the Betazoids have the ability to actually enter your 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 your, your psyche your brain I think scape. that would be a violation well I mean you would have to have them agree, but
1: mm, well sometimes there's things you don't want your shrink to see I
0: know don't I know it what a terrible depth of field in that picture.
1: <laughs> Mr. Holm took it. He's so tall.
5: <laughs> I remember the day I took this
0: wanted to shoot this Mr. with a Hans,
9: short he saved it in case someday you wanted to remember
0: her. focal length
5: I wish you could have done her dear. I wish you two could have grown up together
9: Tell me about her I want to know everything
1: Uh, Is this the last
0: time we see Luxana? No. No?
1: I got news for you, bud. Yeah. We'll see you on Deep Space Nine. (laughs) Oh, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so that said, let's do the... uh, Let's give it out, shall we?
0: Let's give it.
10: Well, it's the
8: NBC, yeah, the NBC. only Matt and Andy know who it's gonna be. Will it be Data, Riker, Troy, or Dr. Crusher, if you don't like who they pick, just remember that this podcast is free.
1: Uh, okay, so, most valuable crew member of this is Make Wheeze, but he's not on the crew.
0: Right, uh, Picard. So Deanna, Deanna oh, Picard does discover the um, the missing journals that were deleted. She would have just sat there, not even figuring it out. He would have reentered her mother's mind. She would have done that anyway. Uh-huh. You could say
1: it's Beverly Crusher for taking so long with those test results, <laughs>
0: leaving the opportunity <laughs> and. <laughs> Ultimately, data to uh, bring up his prior experience with dreams or
1: um, Riker for pointing out when Deanna was entering the room. (laughs) So ultimately, (laughs) I think it's Deanna Troy, everybody. Yes, indeed. That is it. uh, Therapist extraordinaire. Counselor extraordinaire, I should say. Now that we've
0: done that, we have a difficult question to answer.
8: How many Andy's does this
0: episode get? I agree with your feelings on it. Uh, uh, I think that it is emotionally legitimate. Uh, obviously, the trauma is grounded, and I understand. Um, and so, I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, it's you know if it's a fact that I am not a I'm not a parent as of yet that uh, it didn't hit me as hard. It felt overwrought to me. Um and a mm-hmm. slow mm-hmm. and uh, cliche so I'm going to give it a th- three and a half and I'm giving it that much even just because the performances by Sirtis are so fantastic and, and a lot of those those emotional scenes are really are re- re- written well and Kirsten Dutt's crushing it yes not uh, like the later little girl who blew it
1: I don't see the real differences in the performances. Oh, Jesus, but.
0: that later performance, that later little girl performance. Come
1: on, pull your get your act together. <laughs> uh, okay, that all said, I gotta give it a little bit higher than Andy, but for, there are reasons that I can't go much higher. Uh, I think a little bit of pacing, a lot of it is pacing, a lot of it is. Uh, the the, the quote unquote dream sequence is like I don't understand I mean it's just so it's so backed up against phantasms or was that the name of the episode yes that I just I can't even I can't separate the two so (laughs) I honestly I'm gonna give it a five uh huh because of the character depth that we get for Deanna and for Loxana, I love character development. I always think it's handy to have backstory for your characters and discover things seemingly organically. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with it.
0: All right. Fair enough.
1: <sighs> wow. We did it. We did Two it. hours and 18 minutes right. talking about this episode. But guess what, everybody? There's more to do. We've got to go back to the future. Or the President's Circle. Here we go.
3: The United Federation of Planets President's Circle.
1: Ah, yes, here we are at the President's Circle. What's the Hollow DJ doing? Oh!
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: nice! Okay, listen to the pod.
1: I think, eh, uh, there is about right. Right there, okay. Now, Andy, uh, what we're doing here, we're thanking all of the patrons who are in the President's Circle by name. We do it every month. Uh, This month is no different And this month we have uh, a lot of names to read Because we've got a lot of people out there Who are very kind And want more of the show Which we appreciate Or maybe they don't want more of the show They just want us to keep making this one (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's a mixture. (laughs) If you can't tell I'm delaying a little bit Because I forgot where I put the uh, chart But I just
0: found it Why don't I start the first page Well go ahead Thank you to Elizabeth Anastasi, to Chris Gomez, to Phoenix Cage. Is that a made-up cool name? Phoenix Cage. sound like a, an Immortal Kombat character. That's a cool Calista name. Calista Sutphin. That's also a great name. Thank you to Anthony Thomas Anderson, Daniel Rutledge, Rocky, Lauren D., to Bootsy Frost, Mike V., Red Shirt Punk, to Teresa Teeny uh Michael
1: oh, Parks, Andy, did Duncan. this not uh this didn't open in a uh, PDF for you huh
0: mm, I just clicked on the thing and dropped yeah
1: which is it's not a PDF so there's no page breaks so why don't we do 25 names a piece
0: oh there's page breaks in mine
1: oh I don't have page breaks oh my <laughs> god I gave you the file oh I see I put both in there. The PDF and the regular one.
0: Continue. All right. (laughs) Um, Michael Parks Duncan, Ben Schultz, uh, Lieutenant Aaron, Lieutenant Trent Rao, another great name. Tobias Hughes Brown. Thank you to Tom No Longer in Canada. Congratulations, Tom. Uh, Thank you to Kevin Quinn, to Lieutenant Jared Matthews, Britt Harrington, to Lieutenant Tom Zara, a guy who knows what a block zone is. Kathy Wagner, JB, Carter Parent, Lee Dickerson, Tim King, Dan Cannon, Cody Shaver
1: Oh, Excuse your voice me. is fading. I'm going to take over for you. Britt Aliperdi, James Galbraith, Drew Taylor, Neil McCann, Stephen Mithrender. Ben Sautel, Phil Acrit Johnson, Real Goodall. That's a good name, too. Oh. Raul Goodall. <laughs> Jessica Wright, SDF Prowler, Ben Miller, Thomas Evans, Nicholas Lindner, Daniel Duval, Sean Bauman, John Eckley, Kevin Helm, and Ephraim. Thank you.
0: Morgan and Les on the ocean, John Poindexter, Lieutenant Jeremy, Lieutenant Jeffrey Jacks, Timk, Micho, and Miriam at Quarks quark his latinum gold pressed <laughs> uh robert mashburn b susan wilson evan smith darren george philip lately ellie Merritt, michael murphy andrew d meyer uh, william noel thank you to monseer hops uh kevin smith i am wes and i will never shut up <laughs> good for you wes elliot kingdon david chaffetz Rich Christensen, Christian Bracken, Rachel Kelly, Steve Hackett, Steph Hackett, Rachel Waltmeyer, Moreland, Lieutenant Jarleth McGrath, Gradb, <laughs> tough one, 10 Forward Gamma Shift Manager, 10 Forward Gamma Shift Shift Manager, Thomas Bowater, Jacob Perik, Candice Holman-Arnone, High level of difficulties on all these this (laughs) month. William Black, Lieutenant Ian Clark, Lieutenant Jennifer Koffenbarger. Thank you to Lauren the Earl. is
1: down on the planet getting weird. Berman, Berman, braga, braga. Victor Romero, thank you. Gordon Burnett, Joey Trashbags. L like you, but five better. Maladen from Michigan, Vince Butler, Matthew Bits, Chicago Joe. Hey, Chicago Joe, the jockey who was once the stunt double for Kirsten Dunst. Uh, <laughs> Andrew French, Chris, Christopher, Chris, Christopherson, Bonnie. I Littrell, join the Patreon and support it. <laughs> Kyle White, Christy, Jonathan Munoz, Martin Thomas Couture, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Cable, Laura. Kincaid, Brad Harris, John Douglas Forrest, and I'm Devanani Rall. Lianza, Jeffrey's Hologram is off exploring humanity, so this is Jeffrey's Hologram's Hologram. Please leave a message. John Dews, Angel Cruz, Nathan Sweet, Christine Asad, Martha, Kit Gates, Keats, Christopher L. Mitchell, Benjamin Simcoe, John Macy, Pizza Shrapnel, Maddie H, Rob Wisdom, John Matthews, Jake Hike Heikilla, Heikilla. I believe Niles Andereg Matthew Holmes Mr. The Ultimate Trekker AJ MST3 Katie Archer Palms A.K.A. Vertidding Ver You're better at that than I am
0: Vertiginousness.
1: Thank you Maddie Chappie Jane Lindgren Zach Engberg Natasha Harrison Husker Danny B Patrick Daniel Weiss Seven Oaks Electoral Electrical. Winnipeg Oh sorry Seven Oaks Electrical Winnipeg, Manitoba. A can, a, God, I almost said a Canadian woman <laughs> wielding a machete. <laughs> What's Leth. the
0: difference, really? A <laughs> woman wielding a machete. Isaac, Isaac Boat said. Joel oh, Aarons, who we just heard from. Joel Aarons? Uh <laughs> Sorry, Joel. <laughs> Alexander Markowitz, Mad Seb, Walter, Jeff McGregor, Mike Boonackley, Flying Octopus in the Northwest, the mediocre and average Doug, Lieutenant Hannah Silver, Lieutenant Jinkman ninety-one, Carrie Hunter, Jason Leach, Ambassador James Holloway with diplomatic immunity, Sean Jeffrey Man- Raimondo, Adam Ringland, Roberto. Thank you to Kevin S. Brooks, Adam R. Murray, I the Cat, Shelley Queen of the Shellyac, Vasil, Jeffrey Maddox, Cabro, Michael Parsons, Jess, friend of Darhana. Sorry, Star Trek. It's for dugongs and sea dragons podcast. Grace Ellen Mixner Janeway Lambda Lambda and Omega Moo Charlie Daniel Harris Thomas McGown uh, Jack Diamond John Weggie, Team Pigeon Doubletake Todd Harmon Cavett Garrett Avellar, uh Heather Knight Megan Brader Wright Peter Goodwin Matt Snyder Scott Farley Andre Bayou The One Romanian On Board Heath Korshkin gregory darian lieutenant duncan delp michael matina daniel Damn. Heron. oh sorry go ahead kevin johnstone roberta Cat,
1: mw sean cameron andy benton zach smith Darmok and sinatra at the sands trev elasion patrick reese eric peoples jonah brolette david k jonathan feller beth baldwin nick lenschner Anthony Deacon, David Veenstra, DJ T.J. Hooker at the Chateau, and the Chateaus. Jeez Louise. Uh, John King, thank you. Tom on Kelly Sweeney, Michael Rossi, David Pinson, Stephanie Dyerson, uh, Derek Knighton, Carrick Jones, J.R. Johnson, Parker Davidson, Zach McCullough, thank you. Noah Sudret, John Zates, Brett LeBlanc, Sean Lyons, beep, boop. Boop, beep. Andrew Woomer, Carolyn McNamara, <laughs> James <laughs> McLaughlin, Hayden, Hayden, Justine Adamek, Rose Harless, Craig Little, Kevin Polly, Ivan Bemshot, Stephanie Simmons, Adrian Kopp, Kenny Meehan, Matt Fader. Another guy who knows what a block zone is. For those of you who aren't familiar, a block zone is a section of ride that only one that is fucking phenomenal. That is from Andy. That is from a YouTube video. This guy does a YouTube series talking about roller coasters and their operating capacity. Uh-huh. And in every video, he talks about block zones. And he always says, uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar, a block zone is a section of ride that only one train can. So this is a quote from that YouTube channel, which is wild to me that I'm not the only idiot watching that. Yeah, that really plays
0: to your... Uh to your block zone. <laughs> That's <Hampus Deander>. amazing. <laughs> Trevor Kozdrowski, Sam Pass, James Nero, Chris Yates, Paul Magnus Calabro, Kobaya Shimaru, Shimaru, <laughs> Kobaya Shimaru, <laughs> Debbie Lemon, Marcus Siri, Patrick, Steve Hess, Bob Blair, K- Catherine Gartner, Lieutenant David, Lieutenant Michael Collins. Thank you to Matthew M. Columbus, Nelson Helwig, Joe Lenzin, Sante Mastriana, Jeff Karamaza, Amy Gibbs, Chuck Credo, Laura Pama, Blanford, Philip Hanshai, James Tuttle, Candy Lineup, Michael Shadé. Brian Strometz, Mark Brueger, Corey Culbert, Jiminy Jillikers, Feldy Bump, Bill and Ted Minnitz, Cedrin, Cedrin Law, Ed Mundy. Thank you to Miguel A. Moretta. You're recording your own separate podcast over there? I'm looking <laughs> Mike, for this. Uh, I, I don't know what channel are Looking for a deep is. cut? Man of Work Deep. Oh, you're looking for the thing, Mikey Melton. Let's
10: go through all the areas where the ride is known to valley. One of the most common locations is the mid
1: course brake run inside the mountain, also known as Brake Four. The mid course brake run is following a triple
8: up and section of curved and zigzag track. If the train isn't riding fast enough into the brake run, it will not stop far enough forward to trigger a proximity switch. This proximity switch is what allows the brake to open once the train (laughs) is stopped.
1: This is El toro Ryan uh I think this is this 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 has to be the oh yes, this is it. this is definitely the channel. My village
7: lies in the shadow
1: that's so wild that other this, the guy has eighty two thousand subscribers on YouTube like it's wild to me that people who are listening to this podcast also watch this
0: obscure YouTube channel. it seems like there would be a crossover
1: <laughs> it's so funny to me, Andy, I'm sorry, what name did you leave off with?
0: Uh, you can start at Jim Callinan, or Patty, rather. I could, Grant McGuire.
1: I could, sure, if I could find
0: it. Daniel Permit. Adam <laughs> Sullins. Nick G. Molly Murphy White. Beth Clark. Julia. Uh, Julia.
1: The Great and Terrible Lizak. Jeffrey Barker. Adrian Bing Clark. Josh Moore. Roberto. Gwethlin Williams. Christopher Montoya. John G. Cedric Clark. Nurse Ogawa's fifth line... Cue the music. Do I have it? There's a good chance I don't, but there's also a chance that I do. And I'm looking, and if I don't find it, count to
0: five, everybody. Maureen Troy, Lucas Swain, Jay from ScienceDivision.com, The Triple People, Sarah Friedman, Rob, thank you to Michelle Fairbanks, thank you to Delphi Blues, thank you to Elizabeth Story, David Fiola, Richard Phillips, Todd Meyer. Iksha, Lieutenant Andrew McClure, Lieutenant JJ, and Lieutenant Jess at Tanagra, the Pizza Good. Lieutenant Thomas, Jonathan Meisner, uh, Dylan Echmalian, Jeff Weiner, um, Judge 349, Denise it, Kupferschmidt, Noah Smith, Andy the astro- Astrophysicist. My consulting fee is $1701. Wait, Darren you skipped- I know, I've, names. I've thought one of the names was. Oh um, no, it was not. I know. So I then I went forward. I'm up to. Oh, you
1: confused D- me, Dylan Ekmalian.
0: No, no, we read that. You're down to oh, Darren Cleeton no. Edward oh. Andre Acevedo, Mark Redinius.
1: <laughs> I don't know what's Steve happening. These names are killing Daniel me right St. now.
0: Louis, Melody, the one in Australia, Kieran O'Sullivan.
2: <laughs>
0: Sorry, that's that's been at work. Great. Ryan Hecht Jerry Brown
1: They're from Australia <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah
0: I had heard that have- Jill Greenbow And the champ Chamberlain Luke Barrett Kellen Barrett, Adamson Sully and Cash Rutger Hauer Tim Shield Scott Watson Amber Schmidt Tom Hagopian, John Lynn, Pave on Facebook and Instagram. The Dude Never Bowls, Sad and Broke, Four Line Extra, Needs Cash for Tuition for Specific Acting Training. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob Reichart, Lieutenant Zach Crum. Thank you to Erica Vaniver at Erica Laughing. Commodore, Commodore.
1: 6D Four, Stuart Allen. Story by Rick Berman and Brandon Braga. A werewolf cannot fucking wait for summer to end. Oh, you're probably very warm, just like me. David Landau, Joe Moore, Tim Collins, Thomas Nettleton, Glenn Wakely, and Brian Rowinkle. Thank you all very, very much. I'm going to turn that first contact theme down a little bit. Frederick Rombouts, Daryl the Animal Noy, Catherine, Jeff the Human, and Maximus the Dog. How long can a profile name be? This is long. Wow, this is this long. Wow, this is longer than I would have expected. Good Lord, the letters, Secunda! Jesse, Elliott, Tim Glover, Nick, Dan Billing, Lance, Daniel Hepper, Alexander Cruz, Jonathan Sourshell, Jonathan Leader, Lieutenant JM, Ted Marth, Joe Blow, Lieutenant, uh, sorry, that's Lieutenant Dan, Mike Roberts, Cody Stanley, Stephen Cotter, Don the Don Donson, Jeffrey Child, Rob Batiste, Biff Yeager is my spirit animal. Biff Yeager. Wish, is there a good Biff Yeager supercut out there of all his chief engineering mishaps? <laughs> I wonder. Zach McGrath, Kyle Robertson, I Diome. John Turin, Alex D. Gesslin, Joyce Hudson, Carmen DeHug, Stephen McVicker, Aaron, William Temen, Adrian Carter, Marcus Erlandson, Andrew Reeves, Matthew Dillon, Matthew Smith, Matthew Cutler, Rob Sabin, J.C. McShaggy, Ugly Bag of Mostly Water, Matt Schaefer, Jeff Millies, Connor Hull, Risa Kachuk, Simon Harper, Ryan Solo, Seth Olson, Lucas Z, Daniel Stenrud, Brock, Loster, Trek Barnes, Sofa King Cool, Matt Wiper, Chris Leopold, Chris DQ, ruler of the far-flung regions, master of the good versus bad pizza, holder of the sacred chalice of Jalex. Marcello Mar- Vita,
0: oh. the specific actor t- trainee, is holding an IP scanner. <laughs> Joe Sullivan, Jeff Jenkins, Wabash Kozak, Peter Shern, Jeremy, Kip Corbett, CD, Seth J. Bordro, Andrew Polkrang, Aaron N., Joe Moran, A.K.A. No More No Mids, Muscles Ripley, Stalwart, Neelix Defender, currently adrift in space. Mike Laban, Scott Bradley, Brandon Callinger, Richard Wilkinson, Andrew Alex Carrico, Andrew Barber, Joel Cued, Jason Brown, Ben Bednock, Kashmir Woods, Gary Martinez, C.C. Sadler, Zach Kerr, Zach Wilson, Lieutenant Commander Zach Wilson, Tim Siebel. Uh, Kyle Thompson Becca Shoemaker I love that Becca wrote out Shoemaker <laughs> 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 Just in
1: case, case. <laughs> Jet Juergens, Jesse Hendricks, Derek Hawkins Robert Denton, Eric Mon, The Interpret Tales Interrupted Interrupt. Good God Wow Thank you Andy Sure My brain no works so good now Raymond, Dave Howe, Kathleen Guzman, Christopher P. Gill, a.k.a. the Chairman of the Borg, Carl Daff, Kristen Scalisi, the Goddess of Carbs, Adam H., Amanda Bootwell, Adam Rogers, Barry Wallace, Handiza Kunde. That's Andy Secunda, I love it. Uh, Dan McLeod, Alex Borsier, Ring a Ding Ding, it's Matt Tween, baby. <laughs> Keith Bodela, Kim Vilsack, Brett Parsons, Katie Campbell, Jerry Canavan, Heisenberg, Overcompensator, Fred, Coppersmith, Vanilla Thunder, Ryan, Not a Doctor, Doom, Catface, Emily Eldred, C. Edwards, Kevin Corticus, Ross, The Headless, Thompson, Gunner, McLeod, Herbert Aridia, Nate Richmond, Paul Brisk, Jillian Randles, Blake Petit, Robert Olson, The Kembles? Andrew Witzel, Mary Mack, Derek Westover, Lissy D., Tony Rideout, Trekaholic, another Trek podcast, Will Holstclaw, Jeff Mullins. All of these names are so familiar, Andy. They are longtime rider dies. Tyler Rosewood, Joe Furmanek, Jason Sinclair. They're family, as the Fast and the Furious would say. Lisa Gomez, Stevie Marie Nickel, Alan L., I'm Jason Quayle, and you're not. I should have said that more like Chevy Chase. Mark Mitchell, Sir Reginald Pennybottom, Steve Harcourt, Katie Get the cheese to Sick Bay, Whitestone, Paul Sharp, Catherine Shimmons, Christopher Colbert, Eric Rumfelt, Dan Costellick, Andrew Ingram, Chad Fate, Matt Weber, Andrew Gibson, Jason Werend, Tish Wheeler, Dale Perez, Matt Burke, Kevin Brown, Ben Roach, William Smith, Mike Webster, The Squire of Gothos, Thomas Purring, Brian Adams, Paul Carly, Kelly Coe, Queen Elizabeth of the House of Simpson, Scott Austin. Anders, show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. Peterson. And Sampson, Claudia.
0: Brian Hellman. Lieutenant Karen Vanoff. Lieutenant Veronica Wisely. Chief Tactical Officer Troy Ray. Mike Jones. Scott Burnett. Brett Euler. Thank you to Stephen Small. Thank you so much to D. Nettleton. Christopher Fanaghi. Sandra M. Foglegs. Mike Gaylord. Ron LeBlanc. Jeremy Miller, James Baker, Professor of Humanities, Laura McCarricker, Frederick Rowa Jonathan Wentz, Martin Hedegard peterson Jan Leppert, My name is Inigo Montoya, you killed my boner, prepare to die. Uh, Lisa McLisa, Neil Studd, Carolyn Land, DW, Whiskey Ben 77 Chris Nedgewitz. Captain Crandall, Linnea Quinn, Shark Carbuncle, Ma Brian McDonald Chris Love, Ian Buckley Tim Cullen Heidi Dugan, Tony King Luke Morgan Rowe Scott Lieberman Alexander Perry Diane M. Martin, Robin Larson Katja Woolishan Lieutenant Chad Mathis Lieutenant Simon One of Thirteen of Subjunction Jeff, Kelly Newman And last but certainly not least Command Master Chief Robert Garrison. I had a little drink about an hour ago and it got right
6: to my head. Wherever I'm here, on land or sea or foam, you
7: can always
1: hear me sick. God damn, that movie's so good.
0: <laughs> it's a really good movie, it's <laughs> the best. Matt and oh, I are uh, mulling. Shaw is so good. Nobody has to freak out about this. We're mulling possibly uh, for our once a month names uh, shout shoutouts. Uh, just sort of, you know, it's uh, our 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 ship has gotten uh, so generous with supporters that we're wondering maybe we should just thank the uh, the newcomers in this portion of the show. So if this truly well, upsets you, yeah, guess, let us uh, know. And also a heads the other up. thing too, I would. I might say do a poll. Put a poll
1: up. Maybe and we find do it. like a. You know, we thank all the new people. Yeah. Every month, we thank all the new people, and then in December, yeah, when the holiday season's ring a ding, ding, in, we well, read everybody. them all again on the on the uh, big old pod. That's
0: an interesting that's, compromise.
1: That's what I like to do. I'm a diplomat. I learned it from the greatest diplomatic immunity officer of all time, that guy in <laughs> Lethal Weapon Two. Uh, <laughs> Thank you all so very much, especially the President Circle members. Thanks for sticking with the show for this long. Thanks for asking for more of us every month, and thank you for continuing to be a patron. We appreciate it, and I hope you appreciate the episodes that we make for you guys, because quite frankly, we do it for you and not us. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. We do it for us, too. (laughs) Uh, Look, uh, I'm tired, and I want to go to bed. Um... Mm -hmm thank you everyone yes that is how i say goodbye and andy does the other thing so here
2: disengage is the thing follow star trek the next conversation on social media you can find them on instagram and twitter at star trek tnc on facebook search for star trek tnc and join the face group Send comments, questions, prime correctives, and anything else to sttncpod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to leave a voice hail, call 816-TREK-TNC. That's 816-873-5862. For callers outside of the United States, use country code PLUS1. And don't worry, no one answers the phone. It's only for messages. If you've got something to mail to Matter Andy, send it to andrewsecunda.com. P.O. Box 46898, Los Angeles, California 90046, and please send an email to let them know that something is coming. Finally, to support the podcast and get even more content, visit patreon.com forward slash Star Trek TNC, be a lieutenant for only $5 per month, or join the president Circle for $17.01 per month.